Dorktales presents Call of the Netherdeep. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Call of the Netherdeep here on Dorktales. As you might have noticed, I'm not Matthew Mercer, but I'm running a critical role module. My name's Kelly. <laughs> I'm your dungeon master. I wasn't sure if Caitlin was laughing or coughing. A little bit of both. <laughs> Why not both? Why, Why not, not both? both? Um, Caitlin, thank you for, for being here in spite of being being sick. I appreciate you. Um, I'll try to make sure I don't kill you too hard tonight, okay? All right, so hey, everybody, okay. welcome. Uh, so I'm Kelly. I'm your Dungeon Master tonight. You've seen him as my pronouns. I'm excited to be here tonight because um, I get to kill these people. Slightly less so for Caitlin, but everyone else gets killed equally, okay? Uh, and yes, someone heard Paul of the Netherdeep. Welcome to Paul of the Netherdeep. Can we all just play different famous Pauls? <laughs> Can I be Paul Giamatti? That's all that I care about. Wait, is it Paul Giamatti? It is Paul Giamatti, right? I want to be Paul Rudd. It's pretty good. It's, oh, I could have been Paul Reiser. I fucked up. You fucked up. Ugh. Okay. Uh, anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome. And uh, let's do some brief introductions, do a pass around, and then let's start Call of the Nether Deep. Uh, let's start off with Robin. Hey, Robin, how's it going? Good. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I'm playing Keiko Scar, the Goliath Bard. And yeah, looking forward to game. Krista, it's your turn. Hi guys, I'm Krista. I'm very sweaty right now, so I apologize for just how gross I am. My room is very, very warm, and this is pleather. Um, uh, I play Sabina Morden, uh, our halfling Beastmaster Ranger, uh, and her um, ranger companion Dax, the Moorbounder. Uh, I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. Uh, Sabina uses she, her. Um, all right, do you have any announcements, Krista? Uh, I am going to be somewhere else on Saturday. Well, I guess a bunch of us are going to be somewhere else on Saturday. Some of us are going to be um, participating in OPPCon yep. um, in a bunch of different places. I'm sure we'll talk about that in the break. Uh, mm. But I'm going to be on Lawful Stupid on Saturday um, in a Heroes of Theros game, uh, which should be very fun. So 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, if you want to come check us out at Lawful Stupid. Nice. That's going to be really fun. Um, so um let's pass down to chris hey chris how's it going oh hi uh that's me i'm chris uh i use he him or they pronouns um and uh tonight i'm going to be playing dorlin wildrock the hyper not focused uh click click boom um gnome artificer and uh yeah i'm really excited to be here tonight and uh i have no announcements okay but uh, I just, uh, yeah, happy to be here. Nice. All right. And finally, Caitlin, how's it going? Hello. I'm so close to be finishing up my uh, spells. I just, uh, I kind of mixed them all up. So I was like, wow, what level is this spell? I don't know. Gotta figure it out. Wow, what level is this spell? So that's that's kind of where I'm at today. Hello, though. I'm Caitlin. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I'll be playing Zarya Ray, the cleric of the Domain of Blood. All right, yeah. so folks, uh, yeah. besides that, final announcements for the channel are that uh, this weekend, Dork Tales is joining up with Onyx Path Publishing for OPPCon. We are going to be the home of Paradox Games. Uh, Paradox Games are the license holders for the World of Darkness, like Vampire the Masquerade, Mage the Ascension, as well as Chronicles of Darkness, like Vampire the Requiem and Mage the Awakening. Uh, and our werewolf game is under that 
as well. Uh, and also games like uh, Exalted, if you're a really big fan of that. Uh, so the channel is going to be broadcasting. Uh, I'm broadcasting two games on Saturday um, on Dork Tales. You can join us at, I believe, noon Pacific for a, uh, a romp in mage the ascension the victorian age that will not be our standard cast it will be a slightly modified cast uh telling a different side of the story uh and then you can also catch us immediately after that at 3 p.m pacific if i'm not mistaken uh for an episode of ghost hunters it's gonna be a quick little two-hour romp where we see how fast i can kill everybody uh, knowing me probably pretty slowly, but you can also catch me throughout the weekend. Cause I'm going to be on other people's channels. You can catch me on, um, on day one at, uh, what, what time is that? Sorry. I got to calculate this at 7 PM Eastern. Uh, I will be playing a game of Trin Trinity Aeon where we're psychic soldiers fighting off evil super mutants. Uh, I am going to be in a running virtual games panel at 10 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, because all of their stuff is Eastern. It's been confusing as hell. Um, and then you can also catch me in two games on Plastic Age Plays. Um, in the morning, I'm playing a game of They Came From Beyond the Grave uh, alongside um, story guide uh, Matt Dawkins. So Matthew Dawkins, a uh, big writer for Vampire the Masquerade and uh, and Onyx Path Hero uh, is going to be running that. Uh, so come watch me play. I don't know. It's going to be, I think we're going to a cabin in the woods and I'm playing a teenager. It's going to be good. Uh, and then that evening, I'm going to be in another game of They Came From Beyond the Grave, which is basically like a, like a B-movie horror game. So very schlocky, very like Evil Dead 2 kind of style uh and robin's gonna be in that one with me and we might have uh might have Traz. also players here if any of you are free on saturday night and want to play that there's there's an empty spot i think still so yeah um i think we could probably fit you in uh and then on uh on sunday i really hope that you come and join us because at 2 p.m uh pacific uh we are doing the finale of deadlands blood drive uh, we're gonna finish up the first book and then we're gonna go in that quagmire mired hiatus status of if we're going to keep going because the module it gets kind of long after that so we'll see how we like it well at least we're going to wrap this chapter up so come and join us for that for some rootin tootin shooting and then my biggest announcement is my funnest announcement because at 8 p.m me robin caitlin christine Kat and Amy are finally going to meet in person and have our Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emery's after party after like a year after the I game. literally was freaking out going, what did I sign up? What? Wait, what happened? We're what just, we're literally mean? just going to Denny's. Robin. I had that too. I had that I too. I was like, oh, wait, what did I forget? What, what game I am forget? I forgetting? We're, I'm well, we'll find out once we're at... Once we're at Ooh. the after party, we'll find out what you signed up for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll need a live photographic documentation throughout the night in the Discord. That's true. That's true. Of course. I might, I might do a ticky tack as well. I think we should. I think we should. This needs to happen. Chris is right. Mm -hmm. Pixar didn't happen. It'll be good. All right. So besides that, uh, quick note. Uh, is there any last thing that anybody needs to talk about? I think that I think we're about done. Um, you guys are awesome. The audience is awesome. This is fun. You're Let's have fun. awesome. All right. This beat is sick. Uh, everybody whole head into roll 20 uh, like a discotheque. I don't know. I just live here. All right, folks, we're going to start Call of the Netherdeep in just a moment. Let me just make sure that I can actually see the map. There we go. Um, <clears throat> you all ready?
Yes. Last time on Call of the Netherdeep, you continued in your investigation of Bazozan, the city erected before the ancient site of Betrayer's Rise. Once a stronghold during the Calamity some 800 years before, now it is an open wound, bleeding atrocities out from the abyss, a gateway to the demonic realm residing within it. Only Bazazan, the Aurora Watch's makeshift fortress built into an ancient city, can offer any type of defense. The brave soldiers of the Aurora Watch keeping guard and slaying the evil that descends upon the world from within Betrayer's Rise. While in the city, you met with some old friends, Keiko, and, um, and eventually met with the rest of the party, who had had a vision there at a temple that was once likely to the Changebringer, but now had been occupied by a Furbog, cleric of Melora. During their vision, the rest of the party had discovered that whatever had happened in Bazazan was directly connected to the jewel that you carried from the Emerald Grotto. And this strange, long-forgotten soul, Elixion. Driven forward by this, you went to investigate, to find the other party, your friendly rivals. On a tip... You went to the crematorium, thinking that they had been slain in the previous battle. Luckily, they had not. But instead, you found a strange body. A scholar approached you and asks that you help him dissect it. This creature, this body, a demon, a vrock, creatures known for devouring treasures. The scholar believed that a treasure inside of it was preventing it from dissolving back into the proto-matter that demons normally return to when they come from the, the abyss's portal. He was right. After removing a cube from inside, you discovered that there was uh, there were several magical items inside, um, some of which you sold to the scholar for 200 gold pieces. Uh, he then asked that you help he and his organization keep tabs on a woman that had tried to hire you earlier, one Aloisa Telfin. Alo yeah. Aloisa, Aloisia. Aloisia Telfin. An elf and member of the... Do you remember what the name of the organization is? The Vermilion Dream? Yep, just okay. was going to unmute. To oh, try to do it. The Vermilion Dream. Yep. The Consortium of the Vermilion yep. Dream. Oh, sorry. I had member of Consortium written down. And then Consor I had Consortium. Yes. So it's all, I, I it's had all... it written somewhere else. It's in too many notes. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'd rather you have too many. Uh, so there you agreed that you, you didn't like her vibe, but um, the, the scholar Prolix Yusuf gave you a much better vibe. You agreed to help him. Then you went and spoke to the task hand, and were given a little bit of background of Betrayer's Rise. From there, you decided that it was time to enter. As you received permission to enter Betrayer's Rise and find whatever it was inside that your fate was bound to, you made your way to an immense set of double doors there beneath leering skull gargoyles. And as you prepared to enter, the doors burst open. 
which is about where we're going to start. Now, does anyone have questions about last game? Okay. Then, in that case, let's... No, no questions. Um, Do you have anything to say? I did, yeah, I did want before she like left before. Oh, you're Urban right. You're right. Up, we, she we, wanted to. So we do have that to do real quick. Okay. Okay. Pardon me, just one second. Sorry, I was doing a bunch of stuff before a game, so my notes are a little scattered. Give me one sec, and we will hop in. Throughout the night, the previous night, you met with the other party. There, inside of the ready room, the only inn in the entirety of Bazazan. The rest of the party was, well, feeling their encounter with those gibbering mouthers. You all split up, and after having a bit of a talk with them, found your way to various places. Sabina, you, and uh, and Valas were accosted by someone who knew a bit of his backstory. Dorlin, you ended up drinking with Dermot and uh, trying to perform a kindness to um, to which one was it? It was um it was Galsariad. I tried to perform a kindness to Galsariad uh, and were rebuked as uh, Keiko tried as well. But Galsariad seemed to be in a worse mood than usual. Um, you also had a brief run-in with Maggie, a pleasant one, where earlier you found out that Io had been injured uh, fairly decently in the fight. And finally, Zarya. You spent your time with a quite drunk quite sorrowful, quite emotional, Irvin. You spent the night together, comforting him. And as the music fades away before dawn that morning, where did you end up sleeping? Probably just right beside him. Okay. Um... She'll, um, she'll kind of, oh my god, I fell asleep. Um, hmm. oh. Mm -hmm. Go back to sleep, he mutters, kind of pawing at your shoulder. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. You first. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a head start. Poppies aren't in bloom until spring. That's right. There's so many dandelions. They're everywhere. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, sorry. He's gonna make sure he's back asleep, and he falls then um, back she's asleep. yeah. She's gonna rifle through um through her bag where she left her clothes and um, pick out just a little uh, raven skull necklace. She always carries a couple of them on her because she loses things frequently. Um and kind of tuck it into his hand or underneath his hand 
and give his cheek a little bit of a mm. little nuzzle. He'll squeeze it, pull it against his lips, and kind of just cradle it up like a child would with a toy. Good. She'll give him one little kiss on the cheek, leaving a little bit of lipstick stain, and then uh, we'll pick up her things and uh, head back to head back to her own room. Mm. Leaving that with him. That's when you return and have the uh, the brief encounter, the talk with Valas, as you prep to go to Betrayer's Rise. How is everyone feeling as they head out this morning? Good? Scared? Hopeful. Hmm. I'm uh, hoping uh, we'll be able to save some of Question's friends. Fair. Fair. As you head up, traveling up toward the edge of Betrayer's Rise, you reach the immense double doors. Now, Betrayer's Rise is both ominous and beautiful. Its black walls are carved with intricate reliefs, many of them depicting scenes of torture, lifelike grotesques of leering demons perch above, high above, peering down at you with contempt. An immense double door forms the entrance. This gate is made of onyx inlaid with copper and silver. Guards of the Aurora Watch stand between you and the demonic fortress, a pair standing directly in front of you. There are others around, a good half-dozen patrolling the immediate area, doing drills, the sound of their, their chitinous armor clattering beneath the gloomy, gloomy red Zorhasian morning. Now, as you approach, one of the guards at the front door, as you near about 30 feet from the door, raises a hand to halt you in your progress. He's just about to stop and ask you for something. Likely, uh, you know, hey, what are you doing here? Or, hey, do you have any papers? When the unthinkable happens. Shouting erupts from inside of those double doors, as the soldiers, pardon me, from the soldiers, just as the colossal doors fly open, two shadowy-winged creatures burst forth, take flight, and stretch as they dive for you, their claws extended as they take to the sky. And I need an initiative roll. All right. Oh, damn. All right, which of you are going to behave for me tonight? All right, we're going to use... Not this one. <laughs> oh, a natural 20. Oh, nice. The 14 for me. 14 for me as well. Yeah, boy. All right. Would you like to go first? Okay. Uh, we'll see how what things are like when we get to us. <laughs> okay, give me one sec. Also, FYI, for anyone watching and me staring at my phone, rather than me going like this to look at my character sheet on my laptop, I've got it on my phone. Okay, <laughs> so let's do this. Okay, that's a natural two. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. Okay. Still probably better than me. <laughs> uh, let's find out. Right. 
We've got 23 for second gen. Did did I hear multiple people roll D20s or nat 20s? Just one. Well, it was 14s. Oh, multiple 14s. Okay. Yeah, double 14s. Okay, so uh, that is going to be Keiko first, uh, followed by... Okay, uh, that's going to be uh, Sabina. Oh, yeah, shit, I got to roll for... Uh, all right, Sabina and Doralyn tied. Then we have Gloomstalker 1. Then we have uh, Valez. Then we have Gloomstalker 2. Then we have Zarya at the bottom, pulling up the hero ranks. Uh, and thank you very much for the Hurt Them More, Nacro. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Bursting out of the door, the Gloomstalkers take flight. They're Ebon Towns pointed directly toward you as they take to the air, shrieking. Uh, Keiko, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, how far above? Like, how high up are they when you say they take to the air? Like, are they... So, right now, they have just taken off. They are... Ooh, I mean, they just crested the door. I'm gonna say they're probably about at that point, just about ten feet up. So, still in striking distance. Okay. Um, did you do? Sorry, I need to do some 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 maths. Um, Never do the math. I know. Okay. And then. Perfect. Okay, Keiko is going to, um, kind of push through everyone and run up. And she is going to release uh, a thunder wave at second level at them. Okay, thunder wave. What's my con save DC? It is only 14 as she takes out her guitar. Two successes. And... Okay, this will take half damage. Okay, unless you want to use silvery barbs. No, oh, I'm okay. This is like the beginning of the day. Keiko is keeping it keeping it kosher right now. Alright. Uh, do 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 nine plus twenty-seven, so that would be thirteen points. Alright. And she will take out her guitar and kind of start just uh You said fourteen points? Uh thirteen would be rounded down from right. twenty seven. Pardon me, continue. And she takes her guitar out and she just starts uh strumming it very weirdly so that the gr the ground starts vibrating and builds up and then she just kind of like releases it in like a and it just like sound nice. waves kind of ripple out from it beautiful they are going to shriek in pain as that occurs they don't like that at all and as a bonus action Keiko is going to turn to um, Keiko's going to turn to, uh, I was going to say Keiko, that's not who I want. I want Sabina. I don't know why I was thinking of myself. And she's going to go, go get him, little ranger. Go! <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's that going to do? Uh, just give Bardic Inspiration? Bardic Inspiration. So D6 what are you at now? D6, D6 still. D6. Oh no, it's a D8! Hello. It's a D8 now. Ha <laughs> ha. Whoopsies. 
All That's right. probably happened at the last level. Probably. All right, so that is going to, uh, they're going to be buffeted around by the strength of your thunder wave. Uh, Sabina, you have a bonus. Dorlin and Sabina, you are up. Who's going first? Well, why don't you go, Sabina? You're inspired. <laughs> Fair. Uh, you said they're only about 10 feet off, off the ground? They're only about 10 feet off the ground at this moment, yeah. So Dax can get to them? Dax can try to get to them, yeah. He has the vertical okay. reach to do it. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, in that case, um, I'm going to shoot an arrow at it. Um, okay. And that's going to be oh, a 15 plus 9 is a 24. Uh, that is definitely going to hit. Okay, I'm going to do that on the one on the left. Okay. Uh, your left or their left? Um, my left. Okay, the one with the little good. red dot on it. Okay, sounds good. Okay, that's a d6, is a 4, plus a 4 is an 8 damage. Alright, that's definitely, okay, 8 damage, sounds um, good. And then Dax is going to charge, um, and so if he moves at least 20 feet straight towards a target, then hits with a maul attack, uh, the target takes an extra 1d6 slashing damage. If the target is a creature, it must succeed a strength saving throw against your spell save DC or be knocked prone. Okay. Um, so, we'll see if he hits. Um, okay, sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, it's a 17 plus 6 is That's going to be a hit. Beautiful. Uh, and I need to make a strength save? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, I have a, first, I have an 18. Oh, that probably beats it, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, with the spell, my spell save DC, yeah. That's not going to be much. So, yeah, that's fine. All right, fantastic. Um, so that's going to succeed, awesome. but you're still going to do the extra damage on it. Exactly. Uh, that's, oh, only rolled a one. Um, but that's seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen damage to the one on the right. Okay. All right. So firing an arrow in, it's going to catch it just above where the, uh, where the wings meet its shoulder area. Uh, and Dax is going to bound up and try to like grab onto it with, with his tusks. Is that how you said? Okay. Uh, he mauls it. So I guess he kind of like, that does that cat thing where it like grabs and tries to rake at him. <laughs> All right, sounds good. And Doesn't get a good purchase. Do you have anything else you're doing with your round? Uh, nope, that's both my attacks, and I oh. don't really have any bonus attacks right now. Bonus sounds actions. good. Dorlin, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Kinetic Jaunt okay. as a bonus action. Um, and then I will move forward here. You said they're within reach if we're nearby them. Yeah, you can do a you can jump up and hit them. Okay, I will um, first attack the one directly in front of uh, Dorlin and uh, his kinetic jaunt. He's going to be trying to uh, they describe it as dancing, so he's going to try and be uh, basically imitating Zarya's belly dance from uh, the giant with <laughs> Vilsariad a little bit okay. and just kind of move through everyone. Um, and uh, so the one in front of me that would be a seventeen to hit. Okay, 17 is going to be a hit. Awesome. Uh, nine points of thunder damage. Okay. And then he's going to try and attack the other one. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. Okay, that is going to be a hit. And that will be uh, eight points of damage. Okay. And then what he nice. will do because he's belly dancing like a pro, 
is he'll come back here and okay. uh, just hold off. Now, both of them, because he hit them, they have disadvantage on attacking anyone other than Dorlin. Okay. All right. That's All done. All right. That sounds good. Uh, so you are going to rush back there. Sounds great to me, my friend. Uh, what is going to happen is there is going to be a flicker of motion and the one that you just attacked is going to teleport next to you. A plume of shadow wraps around it and it reappears next to you in a puff of smoke. Uh, and what's your armor class, my friend? Sorry, 18. 18, that is going to... That's a 21. Uh, so uh, that is going to... Uh, I am using Snatch on you. Uh, so, you are a medium or smaller creature, that is going to be... Oh no. Uh, that is 11... 17 slashing damage. And 6 necrotic damage, and you are grappled and restrained. As this Gloomstalker appears, wraps you up in its talons, uh, talons and lets out a ferocious snarl of triumph. Help! All right, uh, that is. Can he do anything else? I'm just going to hurt them more as well, just to make my life easier. Uh, and it lets out another that terrible shriek. I need everyone to make me a Constitution save. Oh, actually, hold on. I need to make a concentration check first, and that's an. Uh, that's a what? A seven. So I fail and lose my kinetic jaunt. Okay. And then you said uh, it, it was a constitution save. Everyone make me a con save, please. I yeah. rolled a nat one, but okay. I remembered I can't roll nat ones because I'm a okay. halfling. No! Nice. Go halfling. At dirty 20. I rolled double ones. About to say, on, no! your, on your sixth nat one in a row, it sticks. I'm just going to put that it's out fair. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I have determination right now? Yes, you do. Cool. I'm going to use that to bring it up to 12. Okay. I'm sounds... going to do the same to bring it to 15. Oh, do I have determined? Yeah, I do. You I'll do. bring it to 15. Okay, sounds good. And Keiko, you know that you're at a plus three for your determination now, right? Proficiency went up at fifth level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that. Okay. I just didn't know my DA went up. Sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, all right. And what'd you get, Dorlin? Uh, 19. 19. Okay. Uh, Keiko and... Uh, Zario, you got a dirty 20. Uh, Keiko, you are paralyzed. Shit. Uh, and Valaz has a nat 20. Now he's actually doing something. Good job. All he had to do was admit his class, and now he's fine. Uh, Keiko, Keiko and Sabina both go. have had their determination bought back. Um, all right, so that is going to be the Shriek. Uh, Valez, Valez is going to take his turn. Uh, Dorlin, you are being grabbed. Uh, he is going to try to swoop in and help you. Uh, that is a... Check the math on this. That is a plus... Oh, he has proficiency bonus one up. Uh, that is a 17 and a 25. Those are two hits. Uh... Okay, that is a six and a nine. Nice. Uh, for damage. All right, so rushing in, he's going to draw his, his rune blade, take two swings, uh, and that is going to be a uh, plus four. So that's 10, 23 points of damage to this guy. Um, 
the Gloomstalker that is grabbing you is not dead, but it is not looking happy with its life choices at this point. Um, come on, Dorling! Just get out of there! He's going to growl at you. Like it's easy. Um, ah, I'm trying! Okay, the other Gloomstalker, seeing the Shriek take hold, uh, is going to rush Keiko and is going to uh, take its two attacks. I guess they're... She's paralyzed. So she's paralyzed. Yep. But disadvantaged because it's not me. So regular. Oh, that's fair. Okay, that's a hit. It's a crit. Okay, and I'm going to spend a Hurt the Mortar reroll that one. And does an... Ele- Sorry, does a 14 hit you? Yes. Okay, that's two crits. Okay, um, so uh, features... um, Might... Stone's Endurance? Yeah. I think that's a good one. That's a reaction, but it doesn't say, like... If you're paralyzed, I don't think you can take anything. It just says you can't move or speak. Uh, So this is just... Let me just double check the way this works. Also, my laptop has no internet right now, so if anything happens to the stream, I apologize. Um... Mm. Okay, just checking real quick. Uh, paralyzed, incapacitated. So incapacitated. Can I take actions or reactions? Okay, fine. Yep. Yep. So it's it's a whole host of things that that you get hit by. Um, so I am very sorry about that. Um, but them's them's the breaks, unfortunately. That's okay. Cake. We we have a resurrection scroll, right? Keiko will be fine. Okay. The claws are going to hit you, and that... Oh, I rolled actually lower than I could have. Uh, so, that is going to be... 12. It's going to rush you. Its claws are going to deal 18 points of piercing damage. And 11 points of necrotic damage. Oh, pardon me. It's bite. It's going to slam into you, burying its teeth into your throat. Uh, and shoulder area right here. That nice meaty spot. And then... Okay, 9... 17. Uh, its claws are going to rake you for 23 points of slashing damage. Bye. Uh, and 16 necrotic damage. Um. So wait, let me do some math here for a second. Yeah, so that's all part of the same. So that was, what did I say? It was 16 and what? That's 16 not a, and that, 9. Okay. That's, n- that's not, not enough to kill you. No, we're not into negative 44. Hey, tap into sassy. Happen to sassy. Yeah, so that is going to uh, that is going to take you down. Um, it ru- basically it's going to lunge over you, slam into you with its claws, ride Keiko to the ground, and bury its mouth in her throat and chest, ripping out sinew and blood that's going to spray everywhere. Uh, and that is its turn. Zarya, it's your turn. What's up? God damn it. Um, I am going to cast Ray of Sickness on the one that's, uh, well, the one that's more hurt. Seems more hurt, so the one that's attacking uh, Dorlin. Yeah, moment. the one that's attacking Dorlin is in pretty bad shape. Yeah, so I'm gonna try. Oh, that is a 17 to hit. 17 to hit is going to hit. Oh, okay, I was like, Ooh, I'm not sure if I should use my termination. Okay, anyway, perfect. So, 
in that case. So it's going to take 2d8 poison damage, and it has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 2d8 poison damage. Perfect. Oh, okay. sorry. I will do a uh, world world them, but I just wanted to let you And constitution save. Uh, yeah. I, I got a 7. Oh, no. It does not beat my 14. Does it not? Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. So it's poisoned until the end of my next turn. Um, and then it takes it takes eight. <laughs> takes eight. eight. Necrotic damage. Necrotic? No, poison damage. Poison, poison damage. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, your poison, your ray of sickness is going to lash out and is going to strike into this creature, uh, dealing a not a sizable amount of damage, uh, but you are going to see that a sickly pallor kind of rolls over its features, and uh, it is. Definitely not having a, a good day. Interesting. Well, you poisoned it, so. I know, I know, but she's she's more like, interesting, it can be poisoned. I yes, they know. can be poisoned. All right, uh, the Aurora Watch Soldiers are going to shout and compose themselves. Actually, one moment. Let me just see if they passed their con save. Uh, one of them got a nat 20 and one of them got a nat 1. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love it when that happens. All right, so uh, this dude uh, failed. Uh, so the one at the right side of the door failed. The other one is going to charge and rush forward. This brave orcish veteran uh, is going to raise his uh, his his longsword in both hands. Uh, let her go, you bitch! Uh, and that's going to be a miss and a hit. Uh, the hit, however, is going to deal nine points of slashing damage to the one that is attacking Keiko, which uh, is going to grab its attention as it kind of like rakes its his blade along its spine as it's kind of like perched over Keiko, kind of ripping out parts of her like of her well of her throat and chest. Uh, top of the initiative, Keiko, you're in death saves, um, and for this game, we decided that I'm going to roll your death saves for you. Can mm -hmm. you do me a favor? What are you thinking of right now? Oh, Keiko's having some serious, serious guilt right now. She's uh, she's thinking about the conversation with Bodhi in the tent of uh, <laughs> the you don't want you you weren't supposed to die. You're you're. <laughs> what? And you didn't, Keiko. You reach down, think of the promise that you made to Bodhi, and your eyes are going to snap open with one hit point. Did you roll a nat I rolled a nat 20! <laughs> nice! So you Heck are yes. going True you're love gonna, heals all you're wounds, hear, right? You're not allowed to die. You're not allowed to die. And then you snap up to see this Gloomstalker ripping part of your chest open. Uh, that's your turn, but holy shit... <laughs> All right, Sabina or Dorlin, who's going first? Uh, do you mind if I go? Go for it. Blog. Cool. Um, I'm going to cast Healing Spirit directly underneath Keiko. Um, okay. So, Keiko, on the start of your next turn, uh, you can take a D6 of healing. Um, uh, and that is just a bonus action. So then um, Dax, if uh, Dax... You, what does your Healing Spirit look like again? Is it the spring? 
it, it's like a little moshy grove. So your feet are gonna, Keiko's feet are gonna kind of sink a little, or I guess she's laying down. Oh, it looks like a, a beast or a fae. So kind of like dryad looking stuff or? I ignored that and decided it looks oh. more like a little marsh. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I kind of imagined if there's like a little frog in it, and that's okay. the actual healing right, spirit. I'll, I'll, I was also fixing kind of some will o wisps too. That, that, yeah, could be some little will o wisps. But uh, yeah, it makes a little marshy grove, and so she kind of sinks back into this little marshy grove as the thing like pushes on her into the healing waters, and little will o wisps bounce around. Um, Dax is going to <laughs> run away 20 feet. And then charge again. I don't know if he'll get an attack of opportunity, though, from the one he's closest to. Uh, I don't know what their reach is. Pretty far. Uh, let me just double check that real quick. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, actually, not as far as you think, but um, where, are you where is he headed? Is he rushing to the one that has Dorlin? Um, no, the one that's on Keiko. Okay, that sounds good. As he is doing that real quick, I did oh, have a minor rules rules call thing. Uh, so Keiko, I, I forgot that your death save happens at the end of your turn, not at the beginning of your turn. So uh, your eye, you do get an action this round. Yeah, go for it. Don't you mean the other way around? So, um, so you will get to act this round. Cool. Because of that nat 20. But you do have Dax coming up to flank, so that's going to be great. Sweet. So sorry about that, uh, Krista. No, that's all good. Uh, do you, do, Keiko? Do you want to go? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really, huh, really freaking, really freaking simple. She's going to uh, look at this thing, and she's going to um, take out her hand, and she is going to cast um, dissonant whispers at it at a third level because she's just like, okay. Get out of here before I do something worse. Okay. And uh, what's my save? What's my save, DC? It is Wisdom fourteen. Okay. I got a nineteen. Cool. I would like to use a reaction. I imagine you would. <laughs> okay. And... I'm actually going to use um, my Aria of Dissonance. Okay, so what does that mean? Which, it it takes half of what you rolled and subtracts that from your saving throw. So it will minus eight from that. Oh, nice. that's what you're using for that. Uh, that yep. means I have an 11. Yep, which fails. Uh, I, I, I imagine it did. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. So Beefy. 5d6, and then you have to use your reaction to get the fuck away from me. Okay, sounds good. Do I use that immediately or on my turn? Um, I... Um, 5d6. I must immediately use its reaction. Immediately, yeah. Because okay. if it's my reaction, I can't immediately use it. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. And, uh, but, and because it's self-propelled, that means it does take opportunity attacks, right? Yep. Yep, it does. Okay. Okay. Uh, 20 points of psychic damage. 20 points of psychic damage. Holy crap. Uh, that is great. Um, okay, so. Right, um, do, do, do. 
and she's like, you, I won't go down that easy. I will bring you, if I do, to the depths of hell, so I would get away if I were you. Okay. Uh, so it is going to try to take flight at this point and get out of here. However, that means it is within five feet of Dax at this point. It is within five feet of the Aurora Watch Soldier. I'm the Aurora Watch Soldier is going to use the opportunity attack. If you use silvery barbs, does that does your Aria take away? She from used your Aria advantage? instead of silvery barbs. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought yeah. they were. I'm the same Kelly was automatic was thinking because I've used silvery barbs much, but then I actually read. My Aria of Dissonance, I'm like, oh, wait, this is potentially... Yeah, that's no, I know if, I, rules. if I'm just that close. Okay, that's uh, the well soldier The soldier is going to miss. Uh, 19 from Dax. The, the, the Dax is not going to miss. <laughs> so please do me the honor of having Dax jump on this thing. Uh, that'll be 11 points of damage. Okay, damn. This thing is not looking good. Um, all damage. right, so... Damn it. How, how high is it up now? Uh, so at this point, uh, it is going to attempt to move its full thing. So it is, yeah. uh, it has a fly speed of 80. Uh, so it is actually going to use its reaction and is going to fly 80 feet into the air. It is just going to try to get out. Yeah. Uh, cool. I will uh, finish off mine then. So Dax. So you have your entire round now, Sabina. Yeah. Uh, so I cast my bonus action. That's done. Um, uh, and then Dax, in because he can't reach that one, is going to go after the one for Dorlin. Um, okay. He's going to use his charge attack. Sounds good. Um, that's going to be a 16. To hit. That's yeah. a hit. Oh, sick. Okay. Uh, and then that's going to be uh, 10 damage. Uh, oh, plus a d6 for the charge, uh, which is 5. So 15 damage. Um, and then right. can you also make me a strength save not 20 yeah that's fine then anybody have anything uh, to counter then... okay good i guess my um, reaction oh, already otherwise yeah. i could <laughs> um and then i'm gonna roll to attack the i think my i think the range on a short bow is 80 so i should be able to hit you should be able to yeah okay awesome uh and that's a ooh a 14 uh i'm gonna use my Bardic. All right, sounds good. Oh, one, it's a fifteen. Does that do it? Uh, fifteen to hit. Yeah. It hits. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> what did you uh, use your bonus? Oh, you used your bonus action for the healing healing boost. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a four, and four is eight damage to the flying one. Okay, eight damage to the flying one. It is absolutely wrecked. Its wings are kind of like crackling, barely holding on, kind of like a ripped, like a like a ripped sail, fluttering in the wind. This membrane dripping Icarus blood down on you that sizzles when it hits the sand. Um, it is. Uh, these things are pretty wrecked. Dorlin, it is your turn. What do you do? I'm restrained, and one of these horrible monsters is getting away. So I'm not going to try. I'm going to try and uh, make sure it doesn't get away, and uh, I'm going to uh, try and activate that little pipe thing that I got going on on my armor, and it's going to be like click a couple of times, and like click, 
click, and then boom, a couple of magical fireworks are going to fire out and like just kind of curve along the ground, swirl up and go and uh, hit it. I'm going to uh, be casting uh, Magic Missile okay. as a second level spell. Yep, that is the only thing that doesn't have disadvantage. Do it. Yep, so um, that's four missiles, and I got four total on the die roll. So uh, 16 force damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? Yes. I'm sorry? It's going to light up like a firework from Hupperduke. Like, late night Baby partying. Like, just like... Um, there's going to be a splat as all of its blood collides with the ground. Like a gloomstalker exploding in the rain. <laughs> and then oh. I'm going to, like, look over at... The one that has to be in its grasp would be like, oh, I missed. And then use my um, my uh, uh, bonus action to give myself uh, uh, five temper. Five temp hit points. Okay. Uh, it is its turn now. Uh, you are restrained, uh, which means uh, it is it's going to attack you twice. Uh yep. First attack, uh, that's a crit. Second attack, that's a crit. Oh, I rolled two dork tails. I had advantage on both of these because you're restrained. I rolled yeah. 20 and one on both of them. All right, bring it. Holy shit. Uh, okay, <laughs> we're going to do this in sequence. So the bite attack's going to hit you first because okay. it's alphabetically first. Uh, and... Let's do this. Let's see how you do. Oh my god, you're so lucky. Uh, Alright, the bite attack is going to be 12 points of slashing damage. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. I don't know how to count. Uh, that is going to be 18 points of slashing damage. Plus 11 points of necrotic damage. And, and I'm out. You're out? I'm okay. unconscious. Uh, it is next to Valas. Um, it's going to... Oh, it's next to Valas and... Um, you know what it's going to do? It's already it's already critted you, so that's going to be two death save fails for you. All right. Uh, and it's going to try to fly off with you in its talons, which means that uh, Dax has not used his reaction because it did during Keiko's turn. He used his reaction during Keiko's turn, so his reaction is reset because Keiko was before you, Sabina. So Dax may... Oh, okay. Yeah. So Dax and Valas can do an opportunity attack. Oh, shit. All right, Valas is going to do press it. Ax, press X for an all-out attack. Uh, yeah, Ooh. a 19 to hit. 19 hits, Valas misses. Oh, no. Come on, eight. Oh my god, an 8! Plus 5, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. Alright. And, oh! One moment. I need to redo something. Okay. Uh, Dorlin, forget that you have those death saves. Because I forgot that Zarya gave me poisoned. So even with advantage of yeah. rolling flat. 
So, it's true. So what is actually going to happen is my first roll was a was a twenty and a nat one. So what's going to happen is that first hit will still happen. So you are down to zero. You are unconscious. However, uh, as it tries to bite you a second time, it is going to fumble. And that is when Dax and uh, Valas are going to take their swing crunchy. at it. Okay, so they get their opportunity attack. Uh, and it is going to try to fly away at that point, I guess. Um, incredibly wounded. Um, barely clinging to life. Uh, it is going to take off and fly up the 80 feet. Do we have uh, a something good that Valas could get advantage? Uh, well, it's Valas is he's 80 feet. I'm going to check something real quick. Okay, what's my distance on this? Bonus action. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm saying something good happens to do something ridiculous. Uh, so the um, the Gloomstalker is going to take to the sky, flapping its wings. One of the guards is going to go, Oh no, it's getting away! And you'll hear Valis say, I wouldn't be concerned about that. And you'll see that there's a shadowy figure on its back. <laughs> Echo Knight's oh, bitches! Echo Knight's bitches. Uh, and that is exactly oh. what I have to do to hit it. I hit exactly 15. Oh yes! my gosh. Yes, Valis! Uh, that, oh God, I, I can't not kill it. It has three hit points. So let's just see how Thanks. killed it is. Valis, Kago's going to shout, ride it into the other one. Uh, so uh, you down. can do, uh, so uh, Valis is just going to like lash out with his sword from the ground. And you're it's going to be that samurai maneuver. You know, the whoosh, whoosh, and the Gloom Circus gonna go, <laughs> and this little like, this blur of motion atop its back is going to mimic the motion, and then you're gonna see a spray of blood as its head just goes, and lands right next to Dorlin. Its tongue lolls out and hits him in the mouth. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> dead Dorlin and dead Gloomstalker making out. <laughs> <laughs> this would be fan art of this. Yep. Get to it. Uh, if Professor Multiverse doesn't make a meme of this, I'll be very upset. All right. So oh uh, that is going to be uh, the end of that fight. Uh, Zarya, it is your turn. What do you do? Oh, I'm going to run up to Dorlin and slap him with a cure wounds. Not really. He did um, a good job. Keiko, you can take a d6 <clears throat> from the healing pond. <laughs> and then like drag him towards the pond. Do I have that much movement? I don't think so. I think you can. It's We're out of combat. I can so. move the perfect. pond. Oh, I can perfect. move the pond with a bonus action. So oh, I'll fantastic. move the pond over. The frog uh, just jumps and it, it like moves under his butt. Oh. <laughs> now I can well. do it one plus my spell casting oh, great. modifier, which is wisdom. <sighs> so I three. So if Keiko wants to take two d6s and um, uh, Dorlin wants to take two d6s, that's the healing for it. Nice. Dorlin, you also get eight uh, from my cure wounds. So it was a small one. And 2d6? Yeah. When I think about gloom, I touch myself. And Kate was gonna also... <laughs> you, do you actually? 
Uh, I mean, I'm curing myself, so I'm thinking about the fucking Gloomstalker. Oh. The Aurora Watch Soldier will look at you. Mm. Is everyone okay? Is that thing dead? Oh, no! shit! And he's gonna run out of the way as the Gloomstalker, dissolving into a puddle of goo, slaps the ground right where he oh, was yeah, standing a second. Yeah. He's gonna dive out of the way. <sighs> Looking into I Betrayer. My... Mm. Oh. Go ahead. I think my tongue is numb. Ugh, what is that? Just drink some of the water, Dolan. Yeah. Yes. We've got wounded in here! The Aurora Watch Soldiers look at you and then look inside where you can see that three other Aurora Watch Soldiers that were inside of Betrayer's Rise are in bad shape. They're torn open at the stomach. One of them has their throat partially ripped out. Another is missing a hand. Ooh. Ooh. The two Aurora watch soldiers at the door are going to run in to do whatever they can to help. I mean, we can go in. I am still not doing absolutely wonderful, but we can go help them and maybe take a short rest. Sure. Excuse me. Yeah. Ma'am, with you at the healing pond. May we yeah, use it, yeah. please? Um, yes, of course. Um, She'll cast another one for them. Okay. Uh, the Aurora uh, Watch Soldiers are going to drag their companions out and just, like, dunk them next to the frog. Is it is it a high-pitched frog? A low-pitched frog? Is it uh, Low-pitched, for sure. Oh, hi there. How's it going? <laughs> it's got a banjo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a grung, really. Like it's a grung with a banjo. That's the that's the fake creature. <laughs> oh, hi everybody. How, how, how is it to uh, to uh, that we need to speak to the king? Come come yes. come oh. come listen to my healing healing song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someday we'll find it deep in Bezos and <laughs> oh my God. the one god, the other, and the third. <laughs> yeah, the betrayer. Uh, yeah. What are the three of them? Uh, I'll, I'll write a parody. The Change Bringer and me. I'll sing it. Do it. We'll do it. Oh my god. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> and with that, as you take your breath and recover from this, the doors to Betrayers rise wide open in front of you. I do have one thing I want to say to you all real quick as you take your breath and, and really kind of gather your strength to go forth. Welcome to level six. Ooh. Nice. nice. Very nice. Ooh. Very nice. All right. Some hit points uh, and back. I don't like gain my spells back when I level up, do I? You gain what additional spells you learn. That's the way I'm doing it when you level up in the field. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. So you don't get the ones you lost, but you get the extra Ooh, ones. I rolled a dork tail. Wait, no, uh, that was a D8. I rolled now, a D6. Never mind. I rolled the wrong die. Did, now, is Keiko sticking with Bard at this level? Yes, I'm going to stick with Bard right now. Okay. I need some time to think about that. I think after Betrayer's Rise, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> I rolled a 6 on the D8, so that's still good. Ooh, I rolled a 7 on D8. Heck nice. yeah. I'm at 52. Yeah, yeah. When I get full, oh, I get another conflict for my symphony. Ooh, so many. 
All right, so everybody go ahead and quickly level up to what you need to do. And uh, if you yeah. have any questions, please let me know. Uh... Watch everyone. Ooh, I haven't even used my first one. No, no, no. Multi-class into rogue. No, I get a cool. I get a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Level six do, is a, level six can be a fun level. Yeah, yeah I get my second. Um, domain feature again nice uh, so that's cool i haven't actually used my domain feature yet but you should get okay. uh, it's coming expertise about to, tools and uh more hit points oh and i can use another infusion but i have to wait for a long rest for that i get another favorite enemy valas's stats go up again heck yeah uh, yes fighters uh nice. let's see he's mostly relying on decks so are we able Is to it? take a short rest? Yeah. Yep, you guys can take a short rest, absolutely. And I think, honestly, cool. while we level up, this is probably a good place for us to take our break for the night. A little early, oh, but okay. uh, oh. this way we can we can do some leveling up. So, do you want to do leveling up right now on camera? Sure. It matters not to me. I don't do a, I don't do a yep. whole heck of a lot except that. I'm sorry, I'm reading all of the, the, the extra symphony stuff I can get, so I'm going to try and choose one that works. Totally, totally, totally. Uh, so... As you, as you, level spell. Oh, as you rest there at the base of Betrayer's Rise, you can see that the um, the other soldiers are going to kind of come up to you. And as you're resting, uh, the soldiers that were doing drills around the front and watching it, that were out of out of the way and far enough away that they couldn't intervene before you killed these things in uh, 12 seconds, um, rush up to you and, everyone's all right? You're all good? Anything we can do to help? They offer their aid to you, and uh, as uh, as you're resting, you're getting the sense that they're quite impressed with you. Yeah, so they, it seems like you're going to be um, able... Well, one of the commanders of the watch there is going to say, well, we were going to ask you for your papers, but after that... You're the ones the, the task can't talk about, aren't you? You're welcome in anytime you want. Just make sure you shut the doors. Or else shit like that gets out. Fair enough. Yes, that would be uh, a right shame to get into those doors. Let that out. Hmm. Quick question. What are yeah. these things considered? What genus are they? Gloomstalkers, they are, yeah. uh, I believe they're monstrosities. Let me double check. Monstrosities? I think they're yeah. fiends. They, are they fiends? Gloomstalkers are monstrosities. Okay. Damn but, it. Something else. But Someone someone called me on it and I was like, oh, it's just me being a dork. No, it's because we were talking anyway. about them being, we called them aberrations. Yeah, I think, oh, I, I think right. that, I think, uh, I think we were using aberration as a, as a term. Not a not Whereas a like mechanical thing. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, it's like someone. Oh, by the way, so in last episode, someone called me because I said um, that the murals at the temple were hundreds, maybe thousands of years old. Like the 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 writing, that that was me being hyperbolic. <laughs> but also, I think the, the person heard it as hundreds of thousands of years. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> oh, so but it is. It is true. I so forgot long. that the calamity was only 800 years ago because that just seems mm -hmm. really soon for me in fantasy terms. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. that—that's an elven lifetime or two. Yeah, you know, 
Actually, I can't remember how oh, long Eldwood shit. and Child Ray. What? Oh, shit. I just, I looked at a spell that I'm going to take. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, it's called uh, motivational, or it's not motivational speech, but it is, it's, it's, um, um, I, where the frick was it? I just saw it. I was going to add it. Ah, it, it is, um, well, yeah, it's motivational speech. Really? Oh, I yep. think I was that one before. Not that I can take it, but. Oh, that's next level. That's funny. What? Just your that motivational that? speak. Yeah. Yeah. Keiko's going to, at the end of their short rest, she'll uh, give a motivational speech to everyone. What would you consider the terrain we've been on? Desert? Uh, wasteland? Badlands? Is that okay. an option? Let me double check. And, uh, uh, Jorhasian? Like, it's. Oh. <laughs> like, it's a special kind of weird oh, out here. Yeah. So if we're uh, doing our short rest, Robin, are you able? Yes. To, Keiko going to do that? Uh, oh, of course. Do, 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 do. I of Whatever. course Keiko's going to do a song of rest while we are resting. The uh, the the frog with his banjo accompanies oh, you yes. before he disappears. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and oh, and I'll play my flute. Yes, we're gonna have a little jam sesh. I Chill. can play the tambourine. Yes. <laughs> all right so you guys all have your little your little uh little party mm -hmm. okay and now to boop, boop. okay my options are arctic coast desert forest grassland mountain mm -hmm. swamp or the underdark desert is probably the closest we've told totally yeah been. Okay, I'll I'd take say desert. It's, I'd say it's desert. It's kind of like the underdark, but over here, right? Like it's that <laughs> it's that weird, like oh yes, it is. I don't think it's grassland. I think let me just uh, I'll look at what it says. So now here's here's a question. I know so there are Tasha's introduced new things that everyone was like the Rangers are way better with Tasha's. Um, they're, they're I don't good. know if I. I don't know if I fully agree with that because I do like the other stuff um, that exists. However, I did decide to stick with favored enemy instead mm. of going to favored foe. Now with natural explorer. Yeah. Um, I do like it for flavor. Deft explorer, which is its replacement is statistically better. Um, okay. Are we going to be doing survival stuff? That is a good question, actually, because I'd hate to lead you down to do an entire class choice based on. Uh, give me, give me just a sec. What I will do is okay. let me pull up the PDF, and what I will do is I can't tell you in the short term. Would, would you like me to tell you what comes up in Natural Explorer, for and you can tell me if you think it seems helpful. Uh, yeah. Okay, so when traveling in my favored terrain, so in my case, it would be swamp or desert, desert now. Um, difficult terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. Your group can't become lost except by magical means. Even when you are engaged in another activity while traveling, such as foraging, navigating, or tracking, you remain alert to danger. If you are traveling alone, you can move stealthily at a normal pace. 
When you forage, you find twice as much food as you normally would. While tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact numbers, their sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. Hmm. Does that okay. seem like it might come in handy? I mean, it may. Um, okay. But that's only in your the favorite other... terrain, right? Yes. The replacement to that is I get the canny benefit, which means I choose a skill proficiency and I get expertise in it. I think that might be better for you. Um, I just okay. did a check in this book. So minor, minor spoiler. Um, in the next three chapters, the word survival occurs uh, basically till the end of game, including this chapter. It occurs, I believe, four or five times the word at all. So for survival checks that are written into the module, it Fair. basically doesn't exist. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Because then at fifth level, it means instead of, or sorry, at sixth level, instead of taking an additional favorite terrain, I then get roving, which means my walking speed increases by five and I gain a climbing speed and a swimming speed equal yes. to my walking speed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every, sounds good. We'll go with that. Everybody else is going to want to get a swimming speed by the end of this. That is, I mean, like the Nether Deep is part is partially ocean, right? So, yeah, is that what we can do for a feat? I already figure out how to cast water breathing, which I'm sure gives you. I'm sure there's a feat that does it, like water touched. Just make it make out with Io enough times, it'll rub off on you. Swim speed feats, but that'll be something that you train up to. Um, all right. Yeah. So, anybody have any other questions about this? Uh, I think I'm good. I get a Cleric lot of is, cool stuff. Yeah, cleric is basically like, here you go. This is the thing. You get no choices, but you have to choose at the beginning of each day. Okay. Hmm. You basically, yep. choose your path, and then you're set down it, which is fine by me. It's fine. This was a easy level up for fine. me too. Was it? <laughs> what do you get? What did you get, Chris? Uh, I get uh, some more infusions to choose from, and mm -hmm. uh, I can infuse once more, but I need to do a long rest to do that, and some hit points. Nice, that's pretty easy. And, oh, uh, tool expertise, so if nice. I'm proficient in to uh, tool, I have expertise. You're better at handling your tool, nice. My thieves <laughs> tools. And... I just got a, one of the symphony things I took is... is ridiculous i love okay, it okay so when you play you play a terrifying dirge to accompany a death blow a death blow when an ally strikes a creature within 60 feet and dropping it to zero hit points you can use your reaction to use to roll a bardic inspiration die select a number of creatures within 15 feet of the triggering ally equal to half the number rolled wow that's a that's a sentence the yeah, target must sentence. make wisdom saves against your spell save dc or become frightened of the ally it just like the uh, the apocalyptica in the hall of the mountain king just starts playing. Yes, oh, yes. That was amazing seeing them live do that. I bet. Uh, mm -hmm. And if they succeed, do monstrosities, do monstrosities have a language? Um, it's pretty diverse. If they do, okay. you, a lot of times they are like, well, I mean, monstrosities also cover things like sphinxes. Um, gloomstalkers have no language. Uh, but they understand common. Well, that's nice of them. <laughs> so monstrosities tend not to. Um, I think we you asked at the beginning of the game what monsters were the most common in this. 
I think. Well, I, I, it, it recommends taking what you've been fighting, and it sounds like we've mostly been fighting monstrosities. I would say well, fiends are going to be a big one for you. I was going to say, because the other thing is Zarya specializes in monstrosities, so I don't want to chomp your flavor. Oh, this is just a flavor thing. Oh, okay, don't you don't actually, have any actual, like... No, no. Okay. I mean, she actually, I and I was misspeaking. The Claret Orders is a fiends kind of thing. Oh, okay, well then fiends would make sense then. Maybe she's been talking to Zarya about fiends and stuff mm. so that she's been learning about it. If that I like to have I don't like gaining things that don't make story sense. So if there's a reason she's been learning about fiends, then cool. Yeah. There. And demons okay. and I'll take fiends then. All right, like sounds good. Fiends. So we're just about done with that level up. What we're gonna do right now yeah, is let's go on a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, do a quick chat and then continue the game. So folks don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode. If you like what you're hearing here, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a 5-star rating and maybe even a comment or a review. That would be fantastic, and be sure to share with your friends. Besides that, we have a number of things that I just wanted to update you on. First of all, thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. We are starting a brand new podcast. This is going to be our first podcast that is actually meant to be a podcast, not just a live recording of one of our games. I hope you join us for the adventures of Christine, Robin, and Krista as they explore a world beyond the bounds of our homebrew world of Elos. It's going to be a very funny, frantic, and a bit chaotic for sure, and it's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be dropping this fall, but you can hear it in advance over at patreon.com slash dorktales. In addition to that, our supporters over at Patreon are going to have advanced access to another brand new game, Strixhaven, A Curriculum of Chaos, which is going to be released on Patreon this summer and will have a general release sometime in fall. The best part about that game is that I don't have to run it. Chris is going to be running the game and I get to play as one of the players who is a student at the magical university Strixhaven. It's going to be a lot of fun. The cast is amazing and I, I can't wait for you all to see it. Besides that, we are also starting a brand new campaign in the wake of Wild Beyond the Witchlight this summer, Spelljammer, Adventures in Space. So be sure to join us as we kick around space, Guardians of the Galaxy style, and cause a lot more trouble than we probably should. As always, thank you so much for listening. And now, let's get back to the episode. Hello, and welcome back to Call of the Netherdeep, here on Dork Tales. You take some time to recuperate. Nope, that's a fight song, sorry. Um, derp, derp, derp. Welcome back to Call of the Netherdeep here on Dork Tales. You take some time to recuperate. Outside, the betrayers rise. After a while, your strength returns to you. Do you prepare to go inside? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, before we do, I'm just going to grab grab Valis and just kind of pull him down a little bit and say I'm really glad you're able to be yourself now well, I didn't think that any of the Aurora watch was looking for me or looking at me at least but before we I go in guys before we all get, get venture in there He'll lend your me your ears for you see, we slay these beasts here. They trembled before us. We were so mighty and so strong. And we are going to go into that temple thing. And we're going to kick right ass and save people and save the friends and save the world. And Keiko's just going to go on and say save like a lot for a minute. And we'll uh, cast motivational speech. Yeah, learned. So, Zarya's gonna boop people on the head, and I'll tell you what that does after you're done. Perfect. 
So motivational speech will give everyone uh, our five creatures. So beep, 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 all of us. Nice. Uh, ooh, are you giving it to Valas or Dax? Mm. Give it to Valas. Yeah, I was going to give it to Valas. Okay. I mean, uh, but it's Dax. You can give it to Dax instead of Dorlin. No. You need it the most. <laughs> so we're going to get You're five temp HP. And then we have advantage on wisdom saving throws. If an affected creature is hit by an attack, it has advantage on the next attack roll it makes. Once the creature loses your temp HP, that's when the spell ends. So we it'll last an hour or before you um, lose the temp HP. And that's um, advantage on saves? Advantage on wisdom saving throws. And then if a creature hits you, your next attack has advantage. Okay. Um, I'm going to be dealing with a lot of monsters, so if, uh, when Valas attacks, please remind me. So, I will. advantage. It's more like if he gets hit, I'll, I'll try to remind you that. Um, yeah. So, okay, okay, I'll finish her speech, and you guys will feel bolstered. Oh, so bolstered. And, and I believe this Daria least... was gooping us on the head, and that does something as well. well One more question before you can... do. Yep. Sorry, I, I just want to confirm um, oh, that yeah. only lasts until... Uh, five. The five temp HP is gone. <coughs> yes. Okay, got it. So basically, the one hit you get the attack off. Yeah, and it's gone. Ten four. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead, Zarya. Oh, that's quite okay. I was just going to ask um, if um, if 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 I did it, uh, temp HP as well, if it would stack. Temp but... HP doesn't stack. It takes the higher of them. Never mind then. Continue on. She'll just poop <clears throat> for fun. Okay, I feel. <laughs> really moral really support. inspired moral support I, I feel very inspired especially all this talk about saving and saving people and so like as soon as uh um keiko's finished speaking dorland's going right in like Ooh. just 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 rushing in or and trying to get in as quickly as he can like yeah like we're gonna save these people i suppose uh, no. we should follow him. no right i guess we follow I guess and Sabina is all of a sudden faster and can keep up with everybody because I got a <laughs> five foot boost to my speed. Now I'm normal speed with everybody. Right. <laughs> Pushing on the giant double doors. And with the Aurora Watch's help, you will, I guess, pulling on them because they're pushed. They're pull open. The doors are going No, no, no. To... Keiko's going to push first and then pull. Okay. <laughs> she tries to Aragorn. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's, what oh, yeah. that's what I was imagining so, in my head. I'm going to tell you a couple things about this just so that you can be aware. Unless otherwise noted, all surfaces in this, in the Betrayer's Rise, is made of smooth, shiny black stone. The ceilings, unless I tell you otherwise, are 20 feet tall. There is no light source inside of Betrayer's Rise that you do not bring yourself. That is what you need to know about this place. Understood? Yes. Do the floors, are? do they count as like slippery? Do they feel? They're not slippery. They're okay. just shiny and smooth. Um, they're enough that if you were wearing like socks, you could probably do like a Tom Cruise on them. But they're yeah. not like waxed. Um, they are slippery in places where the blood of the Aurora Watch has been spilled, however. Which is Ooh. more places than you're probably comfortable with. 
And with that... The doors are going to open. In front of you, you stand on a blood-stained bridge that extends over a chasm of swirling silver mist. On the far side of the bridge is a closed double door of black stone inscribed with a circle containing the profile of a smiling woman. The symbol is gouged with deep marks, as if something with claws has tried but failed to scour it from the stone. Anyone who's looking at this can make me a religion check. That'd be an eight. Okay. Oh, I could have rolled better. I think I get a 15. No, I do not, actually. That's only a 13. 13 is enough. Uh, you are going to recognize uh, anybody who gets a 10 or higher is going to recognize that this is the symbol of Evander the Changebringer. As well, as you step inside of the doors, Zarya, there's going to be a warmth that lights up the, the skin of your chest where you're holding the Jewel of Three Prayers. The double door on the other side begins to radiate a faint crimson light. The light slowly pulses, as if beckoning you to touch it. The jewel of three prayers glows, or grows warm to the touch and pulses in sync with the glowing door. Uh, well, you're still, like, walking across the bridge right now, Chris. Um, so, as you are, looking down, you can see that either side of this chasm drops basically into oblivion. And as you glance down it, you hear, you hear voices hissing and whispering. Does anyone listen to them? I'm gonna say yeah. no. Yeah. Keiko's gonna try. Beckoning me to touch it. So he's gonna be pretty focused on that. I'm probably listening. Yeah. In the darkness, it whispers over and over the same words. Do you approach? Oh, she's going straight, like, down the the bridge. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Totally Jordan's fine. He's making his way forward. Okay. Walking up to the doors. Um, does everybody here have the ability to see in the dark? Nope. Oh, okay. I um, have goggles. Is anyone going to... I cast light. Sounds um, good. Hmm. Okay, and so cool. I have you emitting light, so everyone should be able to see. Probably on the shield on my back. I was just like, where am I gonna, what am I gonna cast it on? 
Yeah. The jewel. I mean, you, you could, could you guess one. My, my guitar as well. I could guess it. Oh, you know what? Maybe yeah. I guess I could cast it on the jewel. Maybe I'll do that. All right. The jewel will glow with light. Nice. As you approach the door, uh, Dorlin, you're going to touch it. Yes, absolutely. The doors are glowing with that subtle red light, and as as you touch it. The doors are going to crack open and the voices in the chasm are going to grow silent after one final recitation of what they were whispering to you together yes we can break them together come to us let us catch you let us have you come to us we won't let you fall The voices will trail off as the doors in front of you will crack and open. Did did, did somebody hear something? Mm-hmm. It's just totally okay, right? Like, but, but voices just in a dark chasm that leads to nowhere. That's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Just this is going to be great. Sabina oh. is right up next to Dax holding on to his harness. All right, Dorlin, the doors are going to open in front of you. The walls. Before the... you. What else do you do? If, if, I was just saying, if Dorlin's actually walking in, like, but it'd be before, like. He he won't be rushing, but he will be continually progressing forward. Okay, before we all get in the door, um, Keiko is going to try and like mimic a little bit of the sound from the the voice and she's going to cast her aria of suspense so for the next 10 minutes i'm going to roll my bardic inspiration die we get to add that to any saving throws against traps or environmental hazards and then we cannot be surprised for the next 10 minutes Ooh, perfect i rolled an eight on the d8 so we'll add eight to any um traps or environment Sounds good. Saving throws for the next 10 minutes. As you move forward, this hallway in front of you, the walls are covered with carvings that depict a great battle involving mortals, celestials, and fiends. A faint whispering noises, pardon me, a, sw- a faint whistling, no- whistling noise emerges from the walls, sounding almost like snoring. Do the walls have any reaction if um, I kind of like put my hand and kind of trace it along them as I'm walking down the hallway? The inside is warm and wet. Kind of oh. like um, like someone warmed up the hollow of a sapping tree. That's... Your hands are going to come away like stained with black ichor. So question i'm not much of a writer of like words i'm a writer of music um they say no room configuration is like did we want to like write down 
tips of which rooms are in order, so if we get lost, we can maybe try and find a way back. If maybe. they stay the same that they are, I can find us. Mm -hmm. I can find our way back. But if they don't stay the way that they are, we won't find our way back regardless. Okay. Did anybody see Can't what's on the walls? I'm not touching touch it. I think. <laughs> Can I look at it? Absolutely. Are you looking at the mural deck? or are you looking at the uh, the holes? The goo. Sure. And the holes, I guess. Yeah. The snoring sound is coming from the walls. So a close examination. Um, you don't need to make a roll at all. Um, looking closely, you're going to see that. It looks like these walls have had one inch diameter holes drilled into them all over the place. This is someone with tryptophobia's worst nightmare. It's It looks like lotus pods all over the walls. Dorland's gonna, you said he got that black like sticky substance on him. He's gonna try and put it into like an empty vial or something and like Absolutely. scrape it off and like save some for later to look at that and just oh that's gross I need to look at this later and keep going down Okay. what does the snoring uh, sound like it sounds like snoring it sounds like a high pitched whistling snore I'm going to take a look at the mural while they're okay. doing that the mural's along the um, the western wall in the center of the room the room is kind of shaped in like kind of a backwards S. So as you as you head inside, you can take a good look at it. Uh, Sabine, are you heading in? Yes. Okay. What is it like? Oh, up here. Sounds good. I'm assuming Dax is heading in as well. Uh, Oops. Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to. Oh, I see. It's just slow. Yeah. It's slow response to me, so I'm trying to move him. Up here. Totally. Um, so as you move into the center, the center room, you're going to be able to see this, uh, the walls of this hallway. Uh, so it's actually going to be like all along this curving hallway. Uh, and as you're looking at it, oh, can I get an, can I get an intelligence history check from everyone? Yes. Ha! Ha! I'll, ha! Oh. I'll try. I am good at uh, that. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, that would be a history, uh, a dirty 20. Perfect. Oof, I got a seven. Mm, as eight. you as you are wandering into the room, you will hear the sound of... <laughs> as the doors shut behind you of their own volition. Oh, good. Well, that's not ominous, ominous at all. Oh, that's okay. We can always blow our way out. Yeah, well, that seems to be... Um, well, a few of our party's specialties. <clears throat> what? Sorry, the joke was there. Wait, what joke? That ever, that half the party's That's very new. adept at blowing. <laughs> Keiko's gonna get the joke and laugh to herself. <laughs> you know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Alice. Sabina's gonna take a minute until she realizes what he said and go. Dorland's head, but well played. Yeah, that's 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 quite okay. That's quite I wasn't okay. including you in that, Dorland. What? No, he's quite bad at blowing things. Phallus, how would you? No, I don't want to know what is you... on the walls. I don't explosives. No, I, I don't be... want to know. Cut from a city that does fireworks every night. All right, of course, I know how to use explosives. Great. Right. Can we stop fingering that? the gnomish glory holes and keep going? 
Well, see, I what? was trying to figure out what this was, but it's kind of... What is what? Whatever oh, is, Sabina's oh, that's the size that no... Oh, poor gnomes. Only the egg. Yeah, Keiko's gonna start, like... Keiko's gonna finger the hole. Sounds great. Uh, so as you're going... Um, who got a... Uh, what did you get on your history check, everybody? Zero. Dirty Zero? 20. Dirty 20? Seven. And what'd you get, Sabina? Eight. Can count on and Valas actually succeeded. Good for him. Um, so um, between you and Valas, um, Dorlin, looking at the wall, you're going to recognize that the wall carvings depict the Battle of Barbed Fields. The Battle of the Barbed Fields. This fight was the climactic battle. Well, not the, but a climactic battle of the Calamity in which the devotees of the prime deities broke through the garrison at Betrayer's Rise and reached the walls of Gorjanas. Prominently depicted in one scene, is a proud, melancholy warrior with curly hair who carries a spear and a shield. By his side are two figures. A white-haired girl, can't be more than 12 years old, maybe? Just before, um, basically a slightly prepubescent girl. Um, and a young adult woman with hair that flows behind her, turning into a road upon which countless soldiers march. Anyone looking at this, make me a religion check. Fifteen? Fifteen? Uh, all right. I wish I could, like, not roll for shit, but I also got a seven. Got a seven total? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sabina? Uh, religion's intelligence, right? Ten. Yep. All right, you'll figure it out. Uh, the latter figures are common depictions of the god, uh, the Moonweaver, and the Changebringer. Is the Moonweaver the white-haired girl? Uh, yes, I believe so. Is that Lixian? Elixian. That... <laughs> ah, Lixian. I, I was going to say that looks like Elixian, correct? It looks like Elixian, yeah. Okay. With uh, the, 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 the Weaver and Changebringer, I think. No. And of course, Dorlin will, like, reach his hand out and... Like... I think you're right. Keiko, as you're fingering the holes in the wall, you are going to hit something hard. Like a pebble. It starts to push back on your finger. And as you are... As you're looking at it... Something small and white begins... Well, yellowish white begins to extrude from the hole. Attached to a bit of gum... Is a weirdly bent molar that pushes through and all around you that snoring has begun to go from high pitch to low oh. kind of, and the walls are going to start oozing holes are starting to fill with eyeballs teeth oh. and rolling fat and flesh what the freak is this what, what? is going on what is i'm gonna poke an eye see if it's real the eye is going to burst into visceral fluid around your finger. The viscous fluid. Oh. oh. Is this some kind of aberration? I roll a survival I don't know, but I hate it, and I am backing up <laughs> yeah. from wherever Baker's that gonna, was. Like, back up to the middle of the room, get out her guitar, yeah. and be like... I'm gonna press the digitation to get it off me. Like, sanitize okay. this. Sounds good. 
Um, I think my survival is plus six. Uh, it's only a 13. So looking into this room, um, what you are... Uh, so this is as you're moving down uh, toward the, the larger chamber at the end. So that's in the hallway behind you. Uh, that... Would you get a 13? Mm-hmm. This looks like protoplasm that... Oh, wait, I get advantage on survival checks. Uh, if Sorry, if it's an aberration. That's always a fun one. Yes, you will. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a 19 plus 6 is 25. These are gibbering mouthers that haven't formed yet. There, there are more of those things. The the mouth, the gibbering mouthers. That we, we need to go. There's too oh many of them. Oh my god. Uh, okay, let's let's keep going. Uh, let's get next room. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Go. As you back out of the hallway uh, and into the large, um, on the other it? side, you will find that there is a roughly pentagonal shaped room, like a shield shape. The chamber oh, is sorry. empty except for a, sh- a skull shaped vase on a small semicircular table resting against the back wall of an alcove on the north wall. Six narrower alcoves line the east and west walls. The northeast mm-hmm. alcove seems to have once led to a hallway, but has since caved in. Oh, good. Now we're trapped. Um, what does someone to investigate uh, the vase? I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's Dorland, the... don't touch it before we have a look at it. I was just gonna say, Torlin touches it. <laughs> he'll, he, Too he'll slow stop. this time. What? Sorry, Keiko. What? What? Why am I not investigating this? I. It's a. B- room full of weird mouths, and it could be a trap. It looks very much like a trap. Well, we got to do Let's something. Go Those things it. are going to be forming up soon. Uh, um, well, that... sorry, have a look at it first, and then, yes. then decide if we want to touch it or not. All right, think quick and good. Val is going. He'll, Val... he'll try and investigate, and investigate it? it as okay. well. Um, Can so... Keiko try and? Can I? So, Keiko. Do you want advantage if we're doing it together One in this area? Or... Keiko, what'd you say? What are you going to do? Um, I was wondering if she could go start um, trying to look like if the rubble could be cleared at all. Vala's going to go over there and help you, actually. It looks like it'll probably take about an hour to clear. Oh, Lord. Oh. Less for each person that helps, though. Um, so, we don't have much time. Let's start working quickly. Meanwhile, Zarya, you said you're looking around the room? I want to, yeah, I want to investigate the vase, I guess. On the back wall of the alcove, you are going to see is scrawled with the following message in abyssal. You'll be able to read it, and so will Sabina then. Uh, And I think you're the only ones that speak abyssal, right? To me, touch your hand. To me, relinquish hope. To you, accept death. To you, invite hollowness. So this is the wall behind the skull vase. Um, she's going to read that out aloud to everybody. Dorland's going to touch the wall. Okay. Um, What? Okay. Uh, You touch the wall, Dorland, and you feel it writhe beneath beneath your touch. Can you do me a favor? I shouldn't have said that. Can you make me a wisdom check? Oh my god. Advantage. With advantage. <laughs> Thank you, Keiko. I is it this. is it a check or a save? Because if it's just a check, it's, it's a check. not. Uh, it's oh, not advantage. Oh, uh, then that would be a thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Yep. 
Okay. Um, okay, 13 total? Yep, 15 minus 2. Okay, you, uh, you touch the wall oh, and you... Can I use my determination? Yeah, you can totally. You can use it on any roll, except for damage. Yeah, let's use my determination and uh, get okay. that plus 3. You writhe again. It starts to writhe under your under your fingers. And as you touch it, um, can I get an insight roll off of everyone from who heard that message? Real quick. Five. Dirty 20. Oh, nat 20, which makes it a 27. Okay. Nice. Mine's, I think, 18. Fantastic. Uh, so anybody who heard that, except for except for Valas and Dorlin um, and Dax, um, understands the wall seems to want to devour their body. But that the cool. wall seems to consume only someone who's accepted that they'll die and won't struggle against it. Dorlin, as you touch the wall... You you feel a sense of darkness roll through your fingertips and attempt to consume you. Are you at peace with death? He feels like he has a lot he needs to make up for. And I would say not yet. Not yet? Okay, so you do not you do not wish to uh, come to terms with your death. So the wall is going to kind of ooze around your hand, and nothing happens. Okay. So actually, because yeah. because you uh, did this out of sequence, I'm going to give you that determination back. Actually, never. Someone just bought it for you, so you're going to get Sweet. it back. Sweet. Okay. You're going to hear Keiko shout, "Could we get a hand over here? We need to clear the rubble. This is the only way that seems to be getting out." <laughs> Yes, I don't think this will help you. Do, do we Faster. think it means devour, like, like eat, like, like devour, devour, or Consume. is it a way through? No, I don't think it's a way through. I think it'll kill anyone that no, accepts it. Um, Kelly, yes, you said that Dorlin. Um, did I get any kind of a feeling or sense of like what it was trying to do? Or it anything? was trying was to it just... devour you. It was trying to suck you in, but but was unwilling to do so. Oh, careful. The walls want to eat you. Yes, yeah, no I kidding. Can... She's going <laughs> to grab his arm and drag him towards um, towards the rubble. Dig. Yeah. Um... Dax will help as well. Can I get an initiative roll off everyone as three gibbering mouthers <laughs> surge into view? Okay. Oh, frickin'. Keiko. 18. I rolled another nat 20 on initiative. That's great, Keiko. Okay, all right. Oh, these things are slow. Okay, so I've got... Oh, and I've got Valas with a two. Good job, buddy. It's okay, all Dax right. is a four. Okay, I've got Keiko. Then I've got Dorlin. Then See, I've Dax got Zarya. Yeah, Dax goes on your initiative. What'd you get on yours? I always forget. Um, a, a 19. Okay. Okay, one sec. The Gibbering Mouthers are going to press into view. 
the walls still trailing bits of protoplasm, organ tissue. Some of these mouthers are dragging lengths of small intestine behind them like garlands. They emerge into view, moaning at you in strange languages that are just on the verge of being understandable. And we're on initiative right now. Keiko, you have initiative. What do you do? Um, perfect. Keiko's gonna um hold out her her uh, conducting wand, and she is going to start. <sighs> Why don't we have a bit of staccato here? And she is going to cast um cloud of daggers. Um, so it is a five foot cube okay. on each five feet on each side um and she's going to kind of uh where's she's gonna basically kind of put it put it in the center of all three of the gibbering yeah, they're about five then, feet from each other kind of coming up in like a in like a, just a crisscross shape kind of like a like a sideways v kind of yeah. oozing around the corner so she's gonna put this cloud of spinning daggers um and any creature that uh, enters the spells area for the first time on a turn or starts it there will take 44 slashing damage. Okay, so the where is that going, going to be? To... Like right in front of them or right on them? Um, She's going to put it right kind of in the middle of that V. She's going to take that. And that um, does not move, right? It does not move but she's just hoping to give it a kind of a good thing it's a concentration spell so it could be and it's but a five foot or a 20 foot it's a five foot cube okay so she's gonna put that there and it's just these this cloud of like different daggers um that just just kind of are spinning wildly and just hack them up um right. and then as a bonus section Actually, hold off on that. Um, yeah, that is her turn. All right, sounds good. All right, so that square is going to appear between them all. So basically, if they move through that square, it's going to hit them, right? I was hoping to place it that is is it it's, since it's touching them, it looks like a couple of them at least. So is it, well, because if it's a five-foot cube, then that means that it basically just takes up a five-foot square, right? No? Yes. Yes. You'd it, be better off putting it right on the square of the front one, so that hopefully okay. one of them walks through it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that, that, that's, yeah, that, that's, I was hoping yes. Okay, so I'll put it on this, in, on the first one that I see, and then basically if, if any of them move through it, and that one will start its turn okay. in it, it, they'll take damage. So yeah, she'll move it. Sure, that sounds good. Sorry, okay. I was trying to see if I could get them all in one shot. But no, not with a five-foot no, square, five unfortunately, right? Yeah. If it was nope. a five-foot sphere, maybe, but squares would just go yeah. on the grid. Okay, okay so that's fine. That's what you're yeah, going to do. The, the uh, do you have anything else with your action? Um, nope, that is it. She is going to hold off on Bardic Inspiration because she can do other fun stuff with it, so she'll hold off on that for now. All right, sounds good. Uh, Sabina, you're up. Uh, I'm going to direct Dax to start digging with a bonus action. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm going to cast Entangle, which is a 20-foot square. Um, and so I'm going to basically block the whole way of the, the front guy is in there. 
um, mm-hmm. and then 20 feet closer to us. So basically, it will be difficult terrain, so it halves their movement. Um, and uh, so uh, from this like glassy black floor, um, vines will shoot up in this 20-foot square um, as Sabina reaches out and lifts her hands up. Uh, and the very front one uh, should get caught up in it initially. So um, it will make a strength saving throw or be restrained. Sounds good. Just moving a couple things. Boom. All right. So make a strength save or be restrained. Just checking one thing. Okay. That is not restrained. Cool. Uh, strength, not 20. <laughs> this Jeez, dork tail dice is a silvery barbs. Silvery barbs. <laughs> okay, that is now a two. Perfect. Uh, so you it's took it down by a multiple of ten. Good job. <laughs> yeah, um, and I will grant advantage to um. Dorlin. Someone who does distance range, distance damage. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll give it to Dorlin. Okay, Dorlin, you'll have advantage on your first action of the turn. Okay, so that means that he is restrained? Yes, and he needs to use his action on his turn to... Okay. Uh, yeah. How, how long does that advantage last? Does it uh, disappear at the end of my turn if I don't use it? One sec while I recheck that. Yep, new spells are fun. <laughs> okay, Sabina, so that's what you're doing with your turn. The the vines are going to rise out of the floor, pinning these creatures, or the, at least the first one, in, creating that zone of uh, of rough terrain. Yeah, uh, I remembered this one. It's a minute. I was just double-checking. I'm pretty sure it was a minute you have to use it. Also, don't forget that some of you have um, a moat of possibility. Don't forget. Right. And it only lasts for one day, so 24 hours, which means you only have about another 13 hours to use it. And it's inspiration, got... right? Uh, no, it is after the fact inspiration. Ooh, right. So... Yes, you guys that got that. Keiko doesn't have it, right? Everyone but Keiko? Yeah, because you guys got the thing, right? Yeah. In the gotcha. thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Fantastic. Uh, cool. All right, so uh, that's going to be your turn. Dorlin, you're up. What do you do? These mouthers are directly in front of you. Kind of one of them wanders into the zone of these barbs uh, and is going to start to get hung up. Bits of its flesh are going to get entangled. Like it's, wa- like, honestly, it's getting hung up like a fleshy plastic bag blowing against a, br- a blackberry patch. Dorlin is going to, um, he's going to like see the, this threat and uh, immediately just charge forward and uh, then just stop himself after moving past uh, his allies um, right before entering the uh, the vines that just came out of the, um, the obsidian. And he's going to just look back and be like, clear the path, I'll try and hold them off and take the dodge action right before entering into the uh, the vines. Okay, uh, our, so you are, uh, if you go through, does that risk snagging him? I know it counts as rough terrain for him. Uh, no, it, it just counts as difficult terrain. Um, and it, it, it only catches the people that you want on the to. casting of it. Perfect. perfect oh, it's perfect. only on the first casting. So even okay. the other ones that try to go in, it's just difficult terrain for them. Fantastic. Okay, so pushing through, Hoping what do you do? Slow. Oh, I, I'm not going to go. Oh, 
I guess I could go a little bit forward in that case. Uh, no, he's he still isn't sure what this is, so he's going to stop just outside of it and uh, dodge and uh, try and tell everyone to to um, like look back behind him and just say, clear the path, I'll try and hold them off. He can be taught. And okay. uh, he'll dodge. Sounds good to me. For now. Okay. Uh, then it is Zarya's turn. Zarya, what do you do? Um, all right. Um, so if it looks like perhaps they'll be slowed, um, she will go ahead and um, start helping to clear the path again. Okay. All right. Clearing the path. Uh, all right. Uh, Gibbering Mouther 1 is going to try to escape. Uh, what is my DC to get out of this thing? Sabina. Uh, 14. And it will take 13 slashing damage from the um, the Cloud of Daggers. Okay, so 13 slashing damage. Mm -hmm. Okay, it is going to break free of the barbs after taking that, uh, that 13 damage. Um, okay. And it's still difficult terrain. Cool. Well, it just spent its action doing that, so it's just going to kind of ooze forward. Uh, it has a speed... Okay. Uh, it is going to move five feet forward. <laughs> slowly oozing. Part of it is going to get caught and rip behind it. Uh, anybody who's seen Fight Club, the bag of fat and the barbed wire fence comes to mind. Oof. Is it okay. peels itself through and comes at you. Uh, the gibbering mouthers behind it, the second one, moves across the rough terrain what's its intelligence oh yeah this thing's it's the slow encroaching march of death um ooh, it knows enough not to go through the cloud of daggers if it can help it so that's gonna that's gonna route it basically around the side so keiko the the second one's not going to get hit by that but you are going to create a bottleneck awesome um because these things are very slow they don't have legs. All right, uh, and Valas is going to go. Thank fuck, we don't have any of the Aurora Watch here anymore. Uh, he's gonna walk up within about about twenty feet, and another Valas is going to appear right next to the first gibbering mouther or the back gibbering mouther. Uh, and one moment, please. Uh, as a bonus action, you can teleport. Now, let's see. Uh, third level, you can a bonus action to magically manifest an echo of your choice in an unoccupied place you can see within 15 feet. That is just 15 feet. Uh, this is a magical translucent gray image that lasts until it is destroyed. Dismiss it or manifest another echo. It has an AC of 17 right now. Uh, and one hit point, immunity to all conditions. Uh, if it has to make a saving throw, it does other things. Uh, you can mentally command your echo to move 30 feet. As a bonus action, you can teleport blop. When you take the attack action on your turn, any attack can originate from your space or your Echo's space. Uh, so that's gonna be... He's gonna take a swing. That is a plus that. Uh, boop, what's my AC? Oh yeah, that's gonna be two hits. These guys have the lowest AC in the world. And those are some bad rolls. Okay, that is going to be plus... Uh, duh, 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 plus five, so that's three, eight. Uh, okay, it's gonna be eighteen points of damage off the one at the rear as he takes two big ass swings at it. Um, which is 
pretty solid. This thing is still coming, though. Uh, it is a fleshy monstrosity that just doesn't really seem to care about much. You know, mood. Um, all right, top of the initiative as Valis starts hacking into it, or at least his clone does. Uh, he's going to say, it's going to take too long to clear that. Let's clear these things first before they get around the field. Uh, and Keiko, you're up. What do you do? Um, perfect. Keiko is going to um, rush probably kind of... Well, that's the freaking clicker button. Do, 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 do. Um, she's going to kind of run to the edge of the um terrain there that she can kind of see of like brambles perfect um and she is going to um look at the kind of the gibbering mouther that is right beside the echo knight version the valis she's gonna look at valis and go well that's a neat trick uh but gibbering mouther you so fleshy that no one would want to ever go on a kiss your mouth and cast vicious mockery. Um, can you make me a wisdom save, please? Okay, wisdom save. This is a 14. Uh, I rolled a 14. Is the wisdom save? Yes. Okay, 14. All right, so you won't. All right, cantrips, you get nothing. No, I'm gonna wait. Alright, just doesn't work. Alright. Okay, just starts insulting it. M and Zan. Bonus action. Oh, um. Oh, I'm trying I to think of quick. You done messed up. I oh, done no. messed up. I just realized that these guys could actually reach you with something. So I think they would have. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be true to myself on this. So Keiko, you'll do that. That's gonna fail. Okay, um, and then bonus action. Um, oh, I'm a bit brain dead. I was trying to think of songs that do with with shadow, um, <laughs> to sing to Valis, but I can't think of it right now. Uh, uh Valis, I think your accent should be a little bit different. You should, you should talk a bit like this because you know, drow there from down under, and uh, bardic inspiration, because <laughs> I could. My brain's dead. Crikey. Uh, all right, uh, the the first mouther uh, is going to have it worked its way through the brambles. The second one, however, is going to start going. Uh, actually, they all get to do that. I forgot they all get to do that, whether or not. Uh, so I need everybody inside of this room, except for Dax and Sabina, to make me one wisdom saving throw. You and get I, it with advantage. And I need, I need it. I need Dorlan, Valas, and Keiko to make me a second one afterwards. With advantage. Um. All right. So my first one with advantage is a four. Oof. And you said we have a second one. Uh. So the first one fails. That means that you are. Uh, Holy shit! My second one was a ten. Okay. Well, the first one is gonna is gonna take you out. Uh, on a failure, you cannot take reaction until uh, the is start it of a your... fancy restaurant. Yeah, uh, it's the fancy restaurant where you can't take reactions until the start of your next turn. And uh, during your turn, I roll a d8, or you roll a d8 to see what you do. Uh, okay. What'd you get, Keiko? 
I got an 18 and a 15. Okay, you are fine. Uh, Valis is gonna re-roll one of those with a hurt, with a, well, uh, something good happens, because I haven't used that yet. Hey, that's a pass. Uh, and then his second roll is success. Okay, that sounds great. Um, okay, and so Dorlin, you're gonna be caught by this. Second, the first one cannot do this because he lost his action. The second one is going to go and fire a glob of spittle right between you. So Dorlin, Keiko, and Valez all need to make me a constitution saving throw as this blob, oh, pardon me, a deck saving throw for some reason. This would not be We're considered um, environmental, I'm assuming. It is not. So this is a glob of blinding spittle. Okay, cool. Uh, so I, was I just wanted to use my other so thing. So I have advantage, and that would be a 21. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Valas is blinded. As this spittle uh, erupts into blinding light. 14. I'm going to use my determination to bring it to 17. Okay. You are not blinded. Uh, I wish Valas hadn't rolled a 3. Uh, because that would have been great. Okay, uh, so we're going to continue with initiative as normal. The other one cannot reach you with the spittle, and it's just not going to try, because it only has a 15-foot spit. Um, okay, uh, Sabina, it is your turn. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to direct Dax to keep digging, okay. uh, and then I'm going to uh, shoot the closest gibbering mouther. Okay, the one that's kind of uh, just on this side of the, cloud of, uh, the crown of thorns... Correct. cloud of daggers, I mean, and yeah. uh, moving through your squares. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to just take both shots. Uh, that's a 15. Uh, 15 will hit. Okay, and then the 21 will hit as well. Strangely, it doesn't. No, that would be funny, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be good? Yeah, you have to hit this exact window to actually do damage. Uh, fabulous. Double sixes on damage. Uh, plus uh, four. So that is uh, 12 and eight is 20 damage. 20 damage. Oh, whoa. Beautiful hit. Not uh, too you bad. are going to slam into it. Blood and viscera. It's going to fly across the room, shatter, or uh, splutting into everything. Uh, as these mouthers are rolling across the floor, uh, bits of their fleshy. Um, bits of their fleshy exteriors are going to start melting the floor around them, turning into, you know, like these days where you can walk down there, there are some places in the city that have that like ground up tire type of floor. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like that, but gooier. It's like a bounce house Ooh. in here where they're moving and they're building their own rough terrain folks. Mm, uh, Dorlin got their own rough terrain. Uh, roll me a D eight Dorlin. A D eight. Yep. Uh, five. Five. Uh, you take no action or bonus action and use all your movement to move in a randomly determined direction. Roll a d12. D12. <laughs> all okay. right. So um, 12 is midnight, and we're going to go uh, clockwise. I got a nine. Okay, so nine, you are going to run over to the rightmost wall, or the left, your rightmost wall, which is the leftmost wall, the western wall. From where we're looking at. <laughs> is it that way? No, your or western wall. Western wall. I'll be like, oh, look, a castle, and walk over there. <laughs> And walk into the wall. Gibber, 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 gibber. And it, so, sorry, I can take no action or bonus action, like uh, one or you, the other? Or... So you can take no action or bonus action and use all your movement. Okay, so I can't do anything. Yep, and you can't take okay. any reactions until the start of your next turn. Oof. 
Which, All right. This is the start. So you can take reactions now. Okay. But that is it. Sounds good. Oof. Sorry, bud. Uh, Zarya, <laughs> it's it your turn, my friend. All right. Um, I'm going to use... I just kind of, I was like, oh, I want to do this thing. And then I was like, actually, I don't want to do this thing quite yet. Um, you know what? I want to do the thing anyways. I'm going to do it anyways. She's going to flick her cape and go, all right, then. In response to Valis, like, way long time ago. But in any case, she is going to point at one of the gibbering mothers. Um, the okay. one in the middle that okay. hasn't. Oh, no. The one that's closest to them, actually. The one that's closest that's taken a ton of damage. Okay. Yep, the one that's taking 10 damage. And she, her eyes are going to glow red for a moment, and she's going to go attack him instead. And I want to use my channel Divinity. Okay, how does this uh, one work? Puppet. <laughs> so, as an action, I, I, I target a larger, smaller creature that has blood within 60 feet of me. This has blood, I'm going to say that. Nice. It must succeed on a constitution saving throw against my spell save DC or immediately move up to half their movement in any direction of my choice and make a single weapon attack against a creature of my choice within range. Okay, what's my save, DC? <clears throat> 15. Okay, I got a 15. Does anybody okay. have, a, have anything against this? I would like, suddenly you're gonna, <laughs> Keiko's gonna like suddenly whip around her thing and just play, she's gonna like screech on the string so you and use her uh, bardic to do the, a discordant tone. So you rolled a 15. I did. You? Now, do I have to tell you what the number is before you do this? Or is it? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wait, I, I tell you the number and, but not whether or not it passes or fail. I don't know. How does this one work? I don't know. That's kind of odd because. I think it's just a nuke it's ability. Us. Interesting. No, no, no. This is because it's not um, Silvery Barbs. This is her uh, dirge ability. No, I know, but because I know what the DC is. Yeah, I don't think I don't care either way. Thing. I'm just curious for mechanics. So. <laughs> so um, I I I further um, sorry, my brain has been in a super not good mind space i roll a bardic die and half of what i roll gets subtracted ah okay so it's not an insta nerf uh -huh. okay. well yeah. guess what you only have to roll a one <laughs> i rolled a yeah. four so that's okay. two all right Perfect. so it's going to do it what so what do you have it do all right so the gibbering mother that's closest to us is going to move oh um back not... into the knives well, oh yes, actually, back into the knives for a sec. For sorry, I was looking at the map, and for a second, I thought that was Valis, and I was like, well, not 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 quite against Valis. Oh, so you can back you can five kill feet into the knives. Okay, sounds good. Um, and then swiftly make an attack um to uh the one right beside it in that case, which okay. is the one in the middle of them. And nothing, this doesn't pop if it takes damage from the knives, right? Um, I don't think so. It would say so in the here. rules if it did, like charmed usually breaks of um, damage. No, uh, does it take no. damage when it enters the cloud of Thor or the cloud yep. of... Okay, yep. how much? Eight. Go ahead. I rolled it eight slashing. That's Damn, some teamwork. Son. Okay, that's good. So it's going to make Thank an you. attack roll against its friendo. Yep. <laughs> uh, that is friendo. a... Uh, that is an 18 to hit. Um, one moment while I roll its damage. Amazing. So, and uh, of note, dead or unconscious creatures automatically fail their saving throw. 
Okay. Wait, so you can animate somebody's corpse with blood and... <laughs> for one round, for that one round. That is nasty. It's only last one it. round. I'm not charming them. I'm just using them as like a blood puppet. So as it does it, it kind of... Its limbs will kind of creak to life like a puppet. Nice. Blood so is, is it attacking yeah, exactly. the, the one I'm that has not been hurt? Or is it attacking the one that Vala stabbed? Uh, it's going to attack the one that Vala stabbed. Kind of try to... Okay. Uh, this up. thing is rather hurt. It's going to kind of... And it's going to kind of like clap on it. It's like, it's like puck puppet. Um, it's the puppetry that you were doing, kind of guiding bits of its fleshy and toothy exterior like a marionette. It's going to clamp down and start to saw through its compatriot. Blood, okay. viscera, and tumorous matter is going to splash onto the ground. Uh, it is quite hurt. I would say this thing is bloodied. At her this point. Eye, he, so to speak. Her eyes will be glowing red for as long as her turn lasts, and she's puppeteering it. Nice. Just to say. All right, that's fantastic. Uh, all right, so, and then it does not regain its um, uh, its turn, does it? Um, You know what? I'm actually not quite... I don't think, it, I, I don't think it's charm, so I think it does its own turn. Um, I can just briefly control a creature against their will. Okay, so... Um, although it says it controls creatures' actions against their will, but it doesn't say that it takes its action. I think it just takes my action to control it and kind of force it away and into its allies and attack them, which is pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm just going to check this real quick. Uh, yeah, it's called Channel if, Divinity Blood Puppet. If they were smart, like, can you imagine the chaos that would cause, like, with, like, more oh, in fighting? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Like IRL kind of thing. That's cool. <laughs> it's so disturbing too the way you described it. Thank you. <laughs> That's the point. Nope, not blood puppy, blood puppet. I mean blood puppy is also a good spell? Or a feature? Uh it's, Necromance it's the goodest spell. To? It's, it's the, the goodest. Spell. We can bring your friends to life. Like Misty from uh, from Hotel Barovia, like we were saying. Yes! Oh, Therby. Oh, he'd be a blood puppy. Okay. <laughs> blood puppet. Uh, channel divinity. As an action, you can target. Immediately move to half the movement in any direction you choice and make a single weapon mm -hmm. attack. Uh, dead or mm -hmm. unconscious. Yep. Okay. So that means mm -hmm. that it's. Yeah, it's um, still it still oh. acts as normal afterwards. Okay. So it basically gets a bonus exactly, attack, yeah. but you you aim it at whatever you choose. Um, I, mean, I have one question. Yeah. Is channel divinity a spell, or channel is that just my 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 class feature? So channel divinity is a class feature. So the way that that works is okay. You have a limited number of uses of channel divinity. Yes. Um, Two, which is now one. And I believe that that counts as your action to channel divinity. I'm just going to double check that because I rarely play clerics. Channel divinity is an action. It should be, but right? But it means you can use a bonus action. I can use a bonus action spell. Are you, what are you going to use? My spiritual weapon. Uh, what is your spiritual weapon again? <laughs> it's a... It is, um, it's a uh, raven feather. A bloodied raven feather. Nice. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, I think it is like that because it's very similar to the blood curse um, that I use for Leiden a lot during Reign of Emery's, which just gave yeah. Leiden that extra attack. Yeah. When she went unconscious. So I think Blood Puppet is a, an additional thing. 
Corvette nice. seems like that. You said it's a bloody oh. one? Yes. Okay. I think I said quill the first time, but I didn't mean like a pen. I meant just like a... Like All a right. Finger. There you go. Thank you. I'm looking. I'm looking. Ah, amazing. All right. Um, Let me see here. So if there's two of them down here, I'm going to put it right in front of the oh, front. Oh, I can't put it in between them. Then the one that I controlled, it's going Sounds to be right good. beside and, it. Sounds uh, good. And that means you can make an attack when it appears, if I'm not mistaken. I would love to. I can. I can. Yeah. Spiritual weapon is like such a good, such a it's good so thing. Good. It's so good. I love spiritual weapon. It's just like a extra attack. attack. Bam. All right, let's go. Uh, that is a seventeen to hit. Seventeen. Now, yep, that's a hit. Roll me damage. Nice. All right. Ooh. Um. Okay. Uh. Plus my spellcasting ability modifier is gonna be eleven damage. Uh, eleven force damage. damage. Force damage. Beautiful. This thing is very badly harmed. Uh, it is nice. it, its turn at this point. It is going to move five mm -hmm. feet toward Valaz, uh, who is blinded right now, which means that it has advantage on him. Um, wait, not no, not to be that reaction. person. Yeah, I'm just curious because hmm. it was in the swords when it started its turn. Does it get hit one more time or no? Or if daggers, it, the cloud daggers. Oh, because it, it moved into it, it and it started into it. into it, and then it started in it. Well, just okay. because we happen to go one at a time. There is one thing with that though. Um, I okay, believe I if something is moved into it by a spell, it doesn't take it. Isn't that the way that it works with oh. with environmental? It's pushed sure. into it, but I don't know if moved in against its will is different. Hmm. I know things ah. like uh, dissonant whispers have been ruled on sage advice that uh, things like that do count. Do they? Um, because it's using its movement to do it. It's if something forces it into it. Okay. Like if, okay. Uh, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. I think okay, so... that's the understanding. That might be wrong. You know what? Yeah. So I... if it is at the beginning of the round, go ahead and roll that again, Keiko. Sure. Well, and I thought environmental was no matter what. It was just attacks of opportunity that were affected by that. No, it's um. So it's like you can't like knock someone into a wall of like thorns or you can't basically like fighting game somebody into a corner oh mm. lame I mean sort of but um, it's, it, it's one of those it, it's one of those breaks immersion kind of things because like I'm sorry if there's a whole bunch of dancing blades jumping around, requires movement if you pushed him into it so it so should here, be there here's the other one if you have a if you have a jump if you somehow get a jump of 300 feet and only have a movement of 40 feet, it takes you uh, or say you only have a movement of 30 feet, it takes you 10 rounds to jump that. So you're just in the air yeah. the whole time going Whoa. so like rules are rules, that unfortunately. <laughs> Does it? Michael Jordan could do I would, it faster. I would argue I've seen Space Jam. <laughs> that was very slow in Space Jam. No, we were just seeing it slow because we're not Michael Jordan. Uh, Keiko, how much damage did I take? Uh, 10 slashing for that um, and Okay. Yeah, I was trying to think, because um, in my head I knew what I wanted to do for reaction, but I, I think... You already spent your reaction to do Bardic Inspiration. Yes, that was it. I Yeah, I wanted to make sure I used it, because I was going to use it for something else, and then I was like, did I use it for a different thing that I was originally planning? So thank you, because I wanted to make sure that I used it, because I was... I had a picture, I thought Caitlin was going to kill the thing, and I was going to do 
my finale of dread thing but um then i was like wait that didn't happen but so yeah no i just wanted to confirm that i had used my reaction all right so uh it is going to lash out uh at valas who is blind uh and that is going to hit uh that is going to deal oh boy uh that is okay uh that's gonna be 21 points of damage with that bite and how bad is he hurt? Let's check his sheet. Uh, now, I'm oh. guessing with the e- Echo Knight leaving, that doesn't allow opportunity attacks for Valus, I'm guessing. Uh, he's blind right now. Oh, he's blind. Fair. Is his Echo Knight blind? Uh, yes, it it works okay. according to him, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, uh, cool. Actually, I just me, wanted, you know what? Let me double check that, because this is something new it for me. It is immune to conditions. Yeah. So I was curious about that, if the Echo Knight would So is Valus really blind if he can see through something else? Hold on. Though that would be really <laughs> disorientating. When a, oh, when a creature you can see within five feet, makes you can make an opportunity attack. Yep, cool. So it's specifically, he needs to be able to see, and the damn thing blinded him, uh, so yep. it cannot. Right. So basically, it's a puppet that he can control at range. Okay, uh, that's awesome. That's it's awesome. it's pretty good, and I would allow this in in our own homebrew. So, okay, he is still doing okay. That is a hell of a hit. It's going to rake. He's going to scream and go, "Oh God, damn it!" Uh, and that is going to hit him. The one behind him is going, or pardon me, the second one in the row is going to slush its way forward five feet. The other one is going to take a strike at the other Valas. Uh, and is going to whiff, actually. Um, because even it still has an armor class. So, cool. Um, and that's all it's going to do, because it's got something right here. Uh, however, within 20 feet of this thing, again, I need everyone to make me another wisdom save. Sabina, you're outside of the range, so is Dax. At advantage still. If is you it still at advantage? It's for an hour until you lose your five temp HP. Okay. Vala succeeded. Until, until, oh, until we lose it. So not until like the last person drops okay. it. Yeah, Vala no, succeeded. it's until you lose so, And I need you to make with two advantage. saves. Advantage with save that. twice. Okay. Uh, does 11 with advantage pass? Uh, 11 passes. Okay. Second one. Oh, I shit. had a 17 and an 18 for both of mine. Not 20. If I did not have advantage, I would have had so many nat ones during these saves, oh and that God. would have been a two. Oh no. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, all right, so that is going to occur. And then finally, uh, as the second one moves up, since it can't attack anything, what it is going to do uh, is it's going to roll a d6, and it does not recharge. Okay, so it starts going from like 10 mouths, like it's talking a loogie, but it's not quite at loogie yet. Uh, All right, so that is their turns. Uh, Valis is going to slash out blindly um, with uh, disadvantage. He does have bardic inspiration, so. Which which is how much? A d8? A d8. He's going to use that. That's going to be. Hold on. That's a hit, because these things have crap AC. Okay. No! Well, my D my D percentiles is on the floor now. Okay, it's that's gonna forever. hurt. It's the metal one. Oof. Okay. Oof. Uh, he. It, oh my God! He killed it. 
Yo! He actually killed it! Dallas, how do you want to do this? <laughs> how do I want to do this? How do you want to do this? Hold on. Beautiful. Hold on, guys. I gotta get. I gotta. Hold on. All right. How do I want to do this? That feels weird. Um. All right. right. So, uh, he's gonna grab it in both hands. Okay, I can't see you, but I can hear you. Yeah. And he's just gonna start hacking into it and just go into like basically one of those like Vietnam movie like screams of <laughs> just he's gonna be covered in viscera like sheets of slime are gonna be like coating him he looks like Peter Venkman after he met Slimer at the end but this thing's gonna go down did I did I get it you got it Valis good job fuck all right top of the initiative Keiko all right so that guy is gone um how hurt is um are the of the two remaining ones looking i would say that the one at the back is bloodied and the one in the middle doesn't look terribly hurt okay um I'm arg, 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 I'm getting low on everything. Um Keiko's going to cast a thunderclap at it. Um I need you to make me a uh um Thunderclap hits is are you doing a cube? Yes. So that's from point of origin, so you have to be in front of that usually if I'm not mistaken. Are you mm -hmm. thunder thunder wave? No thunder clap. Oh okay. Is oh wait no that's every creature within a hundred feet. Never mind. Uh, well thund thunder clap me? is a five foot radius. It's an evocation cantrip, right? Oh right, yes, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I am. It can be heard up to a hundred feet away. Yes, yes, yes. So you would have to run up next to these guys. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'll do Thunder Wave. I will do Thunder Wave. Okay. Yes. Uh, so with Thunder Wave, uh, everything within a 15-foot cube of you. So you have to be within 15 oh, feet of this thing. Yeah. Which, which means that you'll have to step into the briars a little bit, but that's not going to hurt you, hurt you. It's just, yeah, it's just difficult terrain. Yeah, yeah. so Keiko will step into the brambles. You'll, you'll hit Valaz, like Valaz 2 Electric Boogaloo probably, unless you angle it to kind of um, go Oops. like just along this side. Like the, oh, You'd have to basically go like this to this to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keiko will, will do that. She'll go over, okay. run over to the left the, the, the right the, <laughs> the right the left side? The west side the west side of the room. Okay. And she will uh, take her guitar and start strumming it again. And she kind of like builds it up a bit, the vibrations. And then once it kind of gets this fever kind of fast string, she kind of just releases it and lets out that thunder wave. And it's like, um, I need you to make me a I did. con 14. 
15 and nat 20. I'm going to silvery barbs that. Which one? The, the nat 20 or the... The nat 20. Okay, so the nat 20 was the one in the front. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm mainly going for. Nat 20. So. You fucking... Fuck! Well, I better roll like this when I'm playing Strixhaven. Fuck! Oh, I wanted to get that one because he wasn't very hurt. All right, so Silvery Barbs, you still can put advantage on somebody, though. Um, I will give advantage to Sabina. Okay, Sabina has advantage, uh, which is very handy. Do you have anything else you're doing this round? Um, it's they still take half damage. Cool. Except for uh, the, except nat, the 20 nat twenty one. one does not. Yes, yes, I know, but the other one. But the the one that's closest to you will go ahead and roll me damage. Wait, I thought the one that close to me got the nat twenty. Yes, yes, it did. Sorry, that was yes. my mistake. The one yes. at the back. No, no worries. Me. I was just like, because I was like, I was mad because I wanted the one that didn't look very damaged in front of me to get it, but he's no, no. It's the the damage. The damage one gets the damage. Yes. Uh, so how much? Okay. All right. I'm just rolling. Oh, that's not great. Eleven. So five points of damage. That's yeah, still thunder. something at least. Um. All right. That is your turn, if I'm not mistaken. That is... Sabina. And Keiko, you have determination again. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to take both of my attacks on the closest guy. Uh, and Dax will continue to dig. So my first one is with advantage. And that's a 26. That's definitely a hit. And then the second one is a 13. That's a hit. Roll me damage. Awesome. Uh, that's 8 plus 8 is 16. 16 points of damage. And this is the, the one at the front or the back? The one at the front. Okay. That is... Oh, is that going to be easy on me? Is that going to be easy on me for math? Let's find out. Uh, <laughs> nope. It could have been slightly easier, uh, but still. <laughs> All right. So two arrows are going to go into its fleshy, fleshy form. And yep. uh All right. Moving toward you like the Stretch Armstrong that it is, uh, you plug two arrows into it. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Uh, my bonus action is to tell Dax to dig. So just to get, just to remind you, like digging this is going to take an hour. Okay. I don't see any other way out of this. That, well, I mean, you, I was just wondering if you wanted to use something like like Hunter's Mark or something like that. I don't have Hunter's Mark. Do you not have Hunter's Mark? No. Oh. And besides, I would have to concentrate. I'm concentrating on the entangle. Oh, that's fair. All right. Uh, sorry, Sabina. <laughs> but no, I that... didn't take under. All right. That sounds good. Uh, Dorlin, you're up, my friend. Sorry, my bad. I'm used to write Rangers only spamming that. Oh, I know. Right. That was why I didn't take it. Because everyone's yeah. like, Hunt Rangers are only good for Hunter's Mark. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. What up? <laughs> uh, where did this wall go? Oh, crap! And he's going to rush over to, in front of Keiko, uh, to the closest gibbering mouther, and just be like, ah! And start punching it. Uh, first one is going to be with advantage, because Keiko did something to Dorlin and gave him advantage that lasts a minute. Yeah, so you had a silvery barb, so yes, you can use advantage. Yep. So that would be an 18. Uh, 18's going to hit. Uh, oh, five. Five thunder. Thunder? The thunder? Not really. Well, I mean, that song. 
Yeah, okay, maybe. All right, so that's gonna you're gonna punch it for thunder damage. Do you have any other actions that you want to take against this uh, fellow? The second attack will be for a 15. That's a hit. And that will be for nine thunder. Beautiful. All right, you're wearing this He's thing been down. Thunderstruck. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. 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 He's been thunder right, fisted. Thunderfist. Oh. Thunderfist. Ho. Oh. Oh. Speaking of hoes, right. Zarya, it's your turn. No. Oh my god. Well, it wasn't. Okay. It was uh, either you god. or Valaz. Both of you are hoes. That's oh my fair. god. Oh my god. Okay, I just have a question cuz I don't think I've used this for more than one round. Spiritual weapon, my when I when I Oh, hold on. It's a bonus action to use it. When I So it's not it's not like a bonus spell action? Nope. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, perfect. It's just there so <laughs> and you use it to bonk people while you cast spells. Amazing. It Amazing. is the best so to spell first cast for the little it, things. It's a bonus spell but then after i can just bomb things with it perfect so first off i'd like to use ray of sickness okay on the gibbering mother that is right in front of dorlin okay <laughs> sounds good uh make is that a save or an attack i can't remember no nope, this is an attack roll and good. then a save if i hit okay. with it uh that's gonna be a 22 to hit that's gonna be a nat 20 <laughs> oh for the save that's fine it's okay. still um it's only poisoned um it still takes damage okay if I hit, I can't but it's only poisoned if it rolling. doesn't save. You, you have gotta... an insane amount. It's like, because I'm using I'm using I'm using the Nether Deep dice, the Slepnir dice, and my mimics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, fair I was like, are you um, sure? You know, potentially want to add that last person because she might suck the luck back out. Are you sure you want me to? All right, Zarya, what'd you get on your damage for this? Uh, 11 poison damage. Fantastic. All right. Your your sickening ray strikes into this and is going to start to like putrefy some of the flesh around there, dealing that much damage. Um, and you're going to make an attack with spiritual weapon? Yeah, to top it all off, she'll. All right. sickness and then spiritual Tickle weapon me it. with that feather of doom. Um. Oof, oof, that could have been better, but that's okay. Uh, I think it's uh, six. Six? Okay. Force uh, damage. Force damage? And you, yep. what'd you get on your head? You, uh, your attack Oh, roll. sorry, I have to... Oh, uh, shit, never mind. Sorry. Spiritual weapon's always an attack roll. I forgot! I'm sorry. I okay. was like, hey, it, we're, it's, we're, right it's getting late. We're all, we're all a little sleepy. Um, so I rolled a 16, so that'd be okay, a that's totally a hit. So six damage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, six damage. Okay, so that is that boy... Uh, this thing is pretty freaking hurt. Uh, you're going to skewer it, cutting off one of its mouthing limbs, and it's my turn, motherfuckers. Uh, all right, so uh, each creature that starts a turn within 20 feet of the mouther and can hear the giver... Oh, I keep doing this the sequencing wrong. So technically, it's at the start of your turn you do this save. Question. Yeah. Sorry, you said each creature? Uh, Yes. So are they immune to other gibbering mouthers? I'm gonna effects? say that they are because okay. Okay. it's they're they're insane monsters. Well, they do, but lore wise, hunt each other. Do they? I think they go after anything that moves, typically. But uh, just it says each creature, so that's why I was you were like when you said that, I was like, oh wait, each creature. That's I mean, one hmm. of them, one of them attacked the other. This it combat did. Even? It yep. did. <laughs> Regardless, 
Okay. How that, many that, saves that's... are we making? I, I feel like uh, so they would have make... pointed that out if they put them in the module like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you no, know, they might not. These modules are not uh, always thinking about that. But uh, you know what? I'm just going to say at the beginning of your turns, you'll do it from now on because that's the way the rules okay. work. And, uh, good. and that's my mistake, Great. so I'll take it on the chin because I keep rolling net 20s. I don't know if that's a mistake. I think if that's the way it is written, that that's an omission. But cause I'm sorry? Each... Uh, I, I think that if that's the way that it's actually like written in there, that like I, I don't think it's intended to <laughs> affect each other, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I think that's an interesting theory, a game theory that we'll deal with later. Uh, I would play D and D with Matt Pat. Anyway, um, he definitely. What save am I rolling? What save are you rolling? Uh, you're gonna. Uh, well, it's the end of your turn. Um, oh, so okay. it, nothing will affect you uh, on this one. Uh, oh. So Gibbering Mather 1 is going to attack Dorlan. Uh, and it's going to try to bite you, Dorlan. Uh, it's going to make a bite attack against you. Bite me! Uh, does a 13 hit you? Miss! Cool, I'm going to spend a hurt the more. Uh, does, a, does a 7 hit you? Uh, crap. Okay. No. Uh, I'm going to spend my last hurt the more to roll one more time because I need to spend these. Uh, and that's a... That's a miss. That's a that's a nat one. Uh, you are free to Ooh. make an opportunity attack if you'd like. As it tries to glob at you. That looks like a perfect opportunity for a thunder fisting. Uh, does a 19 hit? Uh, for yeah. 10 thunder. Yeah, it do. It do indeed. Uh, this thing is not having a great day. Uh, you're going to crank it in the one of its many faces and as uh, you let out a thunder wave into it or a thunder fist into it. Uh, and uh, all right. So at that point, it is going to see if it recharges. It does not. Number two, recharge. Number two does recharge. Uh, and it is going to attempt to attack Shadow Vellas. And against all odds is going to miss still okay well still that was fun uh it is going to sp it's going to spit a glob of spittle uh onto dorlin's feet i need dorlin and keiko to both make me a dexterity save that'll be a 22 12. I'm going to spend my bot's determination to bring it up to a 15. So you got a 12, Dorlin? 22. Oh, 22. You know what? I will, I will say, though, for the purposes of this, that the Mouther is going to have to roll a save, too. Um, it got a nat 20. Another nat 20. So the other Mouther, uh, there is another blast of spittle as light kind of emanates from everywhere. Vela's gonna Vela's gonna wipe his eyes and go, I am really getting sick of this shit. He's gonna look at his echo and he's gonna take two swipes at the one down there. Uh and th those are two hits because these things have the the armor class of a baked potato. Um and that is 14 damage and nine, that is 16. It's still not there! Oh my god. He's getting very angry. He just starts going... He's like the, the Shadow Clone Nojitsu is just hacking into this thing like it's a shawarma. And he's trying to get it off of the spinny bit. Um, Alright, that is this turn. Top of the initiative with Keiko. 
All right, do I need to make a save at the you top of my card? You do need to make card? a save. I need you to make me okay. uh, at least one save, wisdom. And okay. let me just check. Which I still get that advantage. Two wisdom saves. All right, I rolled a 19 for the first one. You're totally fine. And a 14 for the second You're one. You're fine. It's a really low save. So. All right. I think, how badly does the Gibber They are both look? really badly hurt. Okay, Keiko's going to be like, yeah, I'm getting just about right done with these. And she's going to put, well, no, she's had her guitar out, her axe out for doing some discordant tones. So she's just going to like flip it around in a way and twirl it and catch it by the like the fret and just hold it at an axe. And she's just going to make her way over beside that's begin the clicky button. So as you step forward toward the gibbering mouther at the front, um, the the thorns are going to scrape at your boot, and also the ground is spongy with its gelatinous flesh. It's not going to be pleasant. It's not double rough terrain, but it's gross terrain. It's gross terrain, yeah. And she's going to be like, oh, I just want to get this done and over with, and she's going to take a swing with her great axe. Axe it a question. I'm going to axe it a question. I'm going to axe it out. I would like to take it out. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, it came up dork tails. Oh, good. I thought you were gonna say in that one. Uh, yeah. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll me two d twelve, please. Yeah. Because that's a pretty great axe. That's a pretty great axe. Um, eleven plus four is fifteen. Um, slashing damage. Beautiful. Uh, you are going to cut this thing down. It is barely still alive, holding on by the skin of its skin of its skin of its skin. Skin of its skin. It is. Uh, you're definitely helping it lose weight as you're hacking off bits of flat uh, of flabby flesh, um, uh, leaving a perfect opening. Do you take in, do anything else with your turn? Um, that is it. She's just like slashing at it, and it's just like it's like splurts gross all right you are going it's it spurts the equivalent of like hot bacon grease everywhere as you cut into it and Ugh. stepping to the side you have exposed its beating interior sabina you have a perfect shot you think that one arrow could probably take this one out and you could definitely damage the other one if you hit through it done done i would uh, say robin right. hood this, robin hood this bitch <laughs> uh that's uh, 12? Hit. Okay, wonderful. Uh, so the first one is gonna take, uh, seven How do you want to do this? Uh, it's gonna, that spongy innards, uh, she's oh, gonna hit something that looks like an organ, uh, so that it pops. <clears throat> uh, and then I'll take the second attack on the okay. other one. Oops, that's very Here it comes. Uh, it's a 21. 21 is Sorry, a hit. 24. Uh, so as the organ explodes, your second shot is going to pierce the arrow that you shot into the first one, splitting it in <laughs> half and firing into the one behind it. Roll me damage. For nine damage. For nine damage. It is still barely up, which oh. is you have this wedged in one of its giant gaping mouths, kind of down its esophagus, plunging into some of the spongy tissue there. Doralyn, it's your turn. You get, You know what? It looks like it's about to swallow this arrow, buddy. 
it just needs a little bit of help. Make me an attack <laughs> roll. Uh, oh, 22. Uh, 22? That sounds great. Also, do me a favor. Uh, make me that wisdom save I asked. I, I need. Oh, yes. With advantage. With advantage. Okay, Thanks, so you'll oh have to God. walk up next to it to hit it. No problem there. Uh, no. Uh, there is definitely a problem <laughs> there. This is the problem with having wisdom as a dump stat. All right. Uh, so you... with advantage, my roll is a six. Um, that's three natural ones that your advantage has saved me from on these saves. Oh, so God. thank you. Uh, so that's okay. So roll me a You're d8. Uh, that would be an eight. Oh, okay. So on an eight, you make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within your reach or does nothing uh, if you cannot make such an attack. Okay, so, so I have two targets? Uh, so what's within your reach? What's your what's your range? Uh, Is it only five feet? Uh, I'm, yeah. So Valis, Shadow Clone, and Gibbering Mouther? Uh, so you do not move if you have... Uh, so yeah, you you do nothing this turn because you're okay. not you can't touch anything in this turn. Uh, but you know what you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna use my something good happens because I had that I had that other one that Christine bought. Uh, I am going to roll a d12 for you, my friend. Okay. Actually, wait. You should roll the d12. Make you roll. Roll me a d12 to determine the direction you're gonna Two. rush. Two. Okay, so you're gonna rush and take a swing of Keiko. <laughs> Son of what? If you make me lose my temp HP um, and lose my oh, own. Oh look, castle. <laughs> okay. Um, does a twelve hit? It does not. My AC is thirteen. <laughs> so, Dorlin's gonna just punch you in the ass. It's Thunder not fist. Just, it's you know, a tap. It's a tap. Robin, I just tap it. May I yeah. may I do something inappropriate? Yes. Okay. So Dorland's gonna just wind up, I got this, and he's gonna punch you in the butt. But the camera's just gonna pan and he's gonna like thunder you, thunder kick or right in the butt, and it's just gonna be jiggle jiggle jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't do any damage to that Goliath tank ass. Yep. Your butt's too solid. Yeah, it's true. You've got it's got natural yeah. armor. Natural armor. It's an ass that won't quit. She too thick. Whoa. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. Uh alright, so Mather 2, Electric Boogaloo, is going to try to kill Valez clone. Is going to miss. Uh then Valez needs to make a wisdom save. Uh and oh, I gotta check his stats. One sec. He might fail this one. with advantage oh my god he fails it by one point one moment while i roll a d8 to see what he does this round okay randomly attack something within his range the only thing within his range technically is the gibbering mouther because of the shadow clone i'm yes. gonna say i'm gonna say that applies just because it's funny uh random okay that is that is a hit which means that that is a D10. Okay, uh, the gibbering mouther is going to invade Valaz's ears, um, kind of driving him to the brink, uh, and he's just going to lash out from the shadows, and 
cut the gibbering mouther in half and kill it. Yeah. By, nice. its, by its own compulsion. And with uh, that. I think it's great. We just keep that. That's something that could happen potentially in the future. That's bad for us too. Right. And with that, a bit of quiet returns to Betrayer's Rise. Oh my god, they finally showed up. <sighs> that was just the first room, and I've almost used all my freaking spells. I know, we've only gotten in the doors. Oh, um, right. Can I look oh. in some of the little holes that they came out of? Yeah, absolutely. Does it does it look like there's more in there? Not coming anytime soon. Okay. Um, perhaps we should um, rest here for at least a little while. Yes. Well, as long as it's not too long, these the the effects of my speech last an hour. So, if we take ten minutes, we still have fifty minutes of usefulness on it. Yes. Um, and I guess it'll take a while. Though, I I was fine. So I'll um, Dax and I'll work on the on the rubble here. Yeah, I'm just I, a little. I'll, I'll... Oh, I'll, I'll I'll help with the rubble. I think the most I got hurt was from walking into that wall. He'll look embarrassed yeah, I... and then go over there. I'm quite okay as well. So I'm a little banged up, but nothing though. Nothing. You a little time rest... will heal. Just rest for a few moments. Working together, so having Zarya, Dax, Sabina, is Keiko going to rest as well? I will rest because that means I get all my bardic inspiration back. So okay. Keiko will take Sounds that short good. rest. So short rest in my game are 10 minutes. So um, having four of you work in 15 minutes, you'll be able to clear the rubble. Right on. Nice. It takes a little bit of time to do, but not terribly long. And uh, as you as you clear that all away you'll be able to see that the passageway on the other side continues quite a ways. Okay. That should work better now. Okay. The passageway that leads out from there Pardon me one second while I just double check something. So the Northwest Alcove is, so I, sorry, I had a map glitch um, earlier. Uh, so, because my brain does not function well with maps, which is great for a dungeon master. Um, but, uh, so Chris, when Dorlin was going through the spongy wall with the writing was the Northwest one. Oh, the, you mean the one that's on our north? Was the northwest one? So the one here that has like the two stones in it. That was what you were touching. Um, anybody okay. who is standing in here um, and is looking around the skull vase. Yeah. Um, close examination of it reveals that the vase contains the withered remains of a bouquet of lilies. Oh. oh. Who here has a passive perception of 13 or higher? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Um, 
you two and Valas are going to realize uh, and notice that there are jagged markings along the edge of the table, which make up the following phrase an abyssal. Now Valas is tagging out. Uh, <laughs> cast that which you value into oblivion. I'd like a religion check from Zarya and potentially Sabina. No, I still can't roll for anything. Fifteen? Uh, Fifteen? You're going to recognize that Oblivion refers, besides just the end of all things, to Tharizdun, the betrayer god of emptiness and entropy, also known as the Chained Oblivion. So this skull thing at the top is a is is a vase of some kind. Mm. Sorry, it said cast what you that which you value into oblivion. Oblivion. Um interesting. And Thera's Dune was a the betrayer god. Yes, you are in a temple to the betrayer gods, so though, so that makes yes. sense. Is sorry, is he one of the betrayer gods, or he's yes. the betrayer god? One of. One of. Okay. Uh, yes, it is betrayer gods. Plural. So basically, there. Um, so since Krista, you're not much of a critter. Um, it, what basically happened? There was a war between the gods. A bunch of the gods went Sith. A bunch of the gods went Jedi. Gotcha. That's the that's the super okay. quick version of it. Sounds good. Um, interesting. Uh, she's gonna cast um, druid craft on the lilies and bring them back to life. Probably hmm. won't. it's not gonna. I don't know. Might not do anything, but. The eye sockets of the skull are going to flash red. And once again, those lilies are going to rot and decay into nothing. But then you're going to hear this dull, grinding sound as the wall behind the table slides upward, revealing a long tunnel beyond it. Oh. That that actually work? I guess so. So we dug all that for nothing? For Sorry. an alternate option? So we did all that for nothing when you could have just dropped some damn flowers in there? Well, I... well, we have an escape route. If that route leads to an, you know, dead end, so... we can right? run back and I'm go so... that way. I should have thought of it earlier, I'm sorry. Oh, Sabina, it's not your fault at all. We had those mouths to worry about. There was a lot of distractions. Well, we have an escape route. Shall we continue? Mm -hmm. Not yes. Yes. Hmm. Let's go. And with that, you continue pushing deeper into Betrayer's Rise. And your ultimate destiny awaits. Which we're going to have to pick up next game, I think. Uh, so, folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Uh, I hope you... Did you guys have some fun with that? Yeah! We yeah, got for sure! I, 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 as much as like, it was kind of useless, I did enjoy the uh, the uh, confusion and uh, the 
Like the amount of ones that I rolled with that advantage on those wisdom oh saves, God. holy crap. <laughs> like it's it's good. It's good. That was fun. That was great. Nice. Well, I'm glad you had oh, a good time. Oh, and Keiko's new nickname. What? What's my nickname? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just typing in the chat after the uh, thing. I was typing cake Oh. Oh, Keiko. Ha-ha. <laughs> I like okay. it. Uh, so folks, apologies, I kicked my camera. <laughs> as you should be. All right, so... Folks, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Call of the Nether Deep. I hope you had a great time. Uh, be sure to come back next week for another episode. And uh, if you like what we do here, give us a follow, give us a sub, or if you're listening on podcast, give us a, uh, a like, a five-star review, and uh, all that stuff. Also, if you really like what we do here as well, be sure to come uh, and watch all of our other good stuff. And uh, if you really want to support us keep the lights on because this uh running this channel is a full-time gig um i would love it if you could go at least check us out over at patreon.com slash dorktales where you can get a, access to a bunch of advanced content more that's coming out throughout the summer it's going to get really busy over there um and uh for as little as five bucks a month uh us you can get access to at least one new game every month uh which is going to be two or three coming up probably but guaranteed one as well as a bunch of other stuff like fiction and stuff like that uh you can join the ranks of some of our fantastic people that are already there like our divine producer dm michael gray our demonic producer soloman and precarious and of course our princes of the patreon which are taryn buddy trizelta cubby gummy eolus and amberthist Thank you so much for being on the Patreon, everybody, and thanks for watching right now. Really appreciate it. Love you very much. Uh, if you want to watch more Dork Tales, be sure to come back tomorrow for, uh, hopefully, uh, so long as uh, I get out of a doctor's appointment, okay? Uh, it will be um, Shards of Nern, episode 100, uh, and uh, it has a really easy bar for entry. You'll like it. Uh, and on Saturday, we're back with another episode of Mage the Ascension. Oh, wait, no, we're not. This weekend is Onyx Pathcon. Uh, so come to Onyx Pathcon, learn a bunch of stuff. It's free and it's fun. It's going to be a lot of fun games. Uh, and we'll be back next Tuesday and, uh, next Monday, come back for Wild Beyond the Witchlight. And Sunday is Deadlands. We, we do something almost every night, guys. So be sure to show up. Yeah. Also, look at Dax. Oh, Dax, his teeth are gone. Um, and then finally. They're hidden. They're hidden. You Joy say that, but he actually doesn't have teeth because he's 16. <laughs> Uh, that's like the opposite of Dax. Yeah. So, uh, oh boy. Uh, so be sure to, uh, if you also would like to, join our join our Discord. It's free. You might as well. Good people on there. Come be good people with us. Uh, it's a good with, time. It's a good time. Any any last words for everybody? Thanks Discord. For the game. Yeah. It was awesome. Thanks Kelly. for coming out. Come to mm -hmm. the audience. Fun. The memes are lit. The memes are lit, fam, and uh, so are the fires. We will see you next time here on Dork Tales. Good night, everybody. Call of the Netherdeep is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Dorlin Wildrock, Robin Holford as Keiko Scar, Krista Mitchell as Sabina Morden, and Caitlin Vinkel as Zaria Rain. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming
becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade, the maker of monsters, and Bracarius, our fun but evil Funkel. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Drizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, and Amberthist. Great to have you on board. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, and Michael Eilat, the graphics guy. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Robert29, and Adam Baum. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first-time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Moth Vibes D, Chandra Magic, The Traveler, Radical Hair, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Joe Abad, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Aurora Wildheart, Ray G, Robert Fairs, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTCNerd, and Lockgen. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Ba Tran, Willem and Isolde, Just Andy, EJ, Ashley Johnson, an insomniac veterinarian, Stevo's Gaming Dungeon, Creox, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ash Wolf, Faye Clark, and Ava Hernandez. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.